0: Hello everybody, it's Friday night and that means only one thing, I have returned for the weekender. And on this week's show we have an Italian flair to the whole event as we cheer them up for crashing out of World Cup qualification. We've got some of the news, the indie, even the 3D printing, so many Italians sprinkled all over. On top of all of that, one lucky subscriber will get a chance to win, Slonia. I can kiss my axe if that's not the right pronunciation. That's coming from Warlord Games and Rebellion, uh, all about the Celtic High King of Ireland and the people he beats down with his mighty axe brain biter. If you want to be able to, chance to win that big box set, pop a comment below, be a subscriber to the channel, and if you can share us around and give us a like, that helps out too. Otherwise, sit back and relax, because your weekend starts here. All right, everybody, I'm back. Calm down; everything's going to be in sealing this week. I
1: know, right?
0: I pulled all the wires before I left. Mm-hmm. I thought I might get an extra couple of weeks off. They put yeah. it all back together though.
1: There's Sheep. a reason we call him our tech guy, you know. Yeah. It's,
0: yeah. it's mostly an insult, to be fair. <laughs> it's mostly an insult. Who, who knew how true it actually was, though? That's the that's thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Certainly not the people who were recording it last week, anyway. <laughs> so, despite our uh, in Uninf- or enforced absence, enforced absence. Uh, we have returniated uh, yeah. to bring you up to date with all the news and fun stuff that you've missed out. Uh, you'll see an unusual face at the bottom corner. Hello, unusual face. Who are Hello. you?
2: Uh, unusual face is Gaz from Warlord Games.
0: Oh. Gaz from Warlord Games made the mistake of coming across and still being here the when grave we were mistake. doing the uh, the <laughs> weekender. So I I forced him. At a miniature point, onto the show, press
2: ganged into this. Yeah. yeah,
0: he'll wake up tomorrow tied to a plow. That means he's never going home again. At least press you know. ganging works. Mm-hmm. What can I say? Uh, and I've obviously got free and Ben with us, the people who actually know what's happening to keep us on point. <laughs> so, uh, before we kick into this week's show proper, we've a couple of updates. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing is spring has sprung. You may know that because now. you've probably seen snow. Over the past couple of days, I know we have. Literally outside Yesterday. my window yeah. right now. Yes, yes. and that's yeah. how you know it's springtime, which yeah. means Spring Clean
3: Challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, the Spring Clean Challenge launched uh, a couple of weeks ago now, uh, but, and we've seen a couple of people putting their projects and stuff in there. But for anybody who's uninitiated in the, uh, the whims of the Spring Clean Hobby Challenge, mm-hmm. the idea is that you will take old and unloved projects, or perhaps ones that have just fallen by the wayside, and mm-hmm. you will reinvigorate them, Uh, And show off what you can do with your updated paint skills many years on. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are going to be Four £50 vouchers available to win uh, for a couple of different categories. And then mm-hmm. there's also going to be run up, up, runner-up vouchers as well this time around, which is pretty awesome. So even if you don't get the grand prize, you're gonna still going to get something which is pretty cool. Big money, big, big prizes. prizes. Yes. I love it. Uh, the mm-hmm. the, uh, the category categories are broken down into best skill. Mm-hmm. So that's the person who has just effectively painted the most awesome thing or created the most awesome thing, whatever that might be. Uh, we have Best tutorial. So that's someone who's put together the best guide to making something. The end product might necessarily be of the highest mm. quality, but the actual tutorial and all the detail in, in it is what really matters. You then have best idea. So you might not even finish your spring clean challenge. You can just do it next year. And in which case you could win the best idea. So if you've done lots of sketches and designs and all that kind of thing, that's where you could win there. There's also the otter pups one, as we've called it now, I guess, uh, which is uh, anyone under the age of 16 who wants to enter can make themselves a project. They could also win themselves something awesome as well which is really cool as i say there are going to be winners uh, vouchers and then runners up so you've got 50 pound vouchers and 25 pound vouchers there we've already got a bunch of people putting together spring King challenge uh, projects you'll see there's a whole host of them that go back over the last couple of years but everything that's been sort of updated recently has got little tags and stuff on it which is pretty cool and we've seen people diving back in and just playing around with things or bringing them back <coughs> to life um we're hopefully going to have a little bit of a closer look at this in the the future weeks and that kind of thing but you have until the end of spring to dive into this. So you've got until some June sometime, which is pretty Hopefully
1: cool. finished when it's snowing to when the sun's actually out and
3: exactly. it's hot. Yeah. That's that fun. one week of, of the year where it actually is oh, yeah. you
0: know, sunny or something. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Very simple to do if you're not already over on Tabletop. Mm-hmm. Uh, come over, create a free account, go to the project system up here and you'll see this big blue cross going add a project and in there you can just add a project. Yeah. Um, if you're really curious, as to how you go about adding a project and propagating it. I've actually done a project on how to do a project <gasps> uh, for Dark Age put that Irish below and, in the links and, and shows how to put videos in, how to put pictures in, how to move stuff around because you can keep editing after the fact. Um, mm, so, nice. yeah, if you fancy trying to get your hand on some... Uh, vouchers for the on tabletop store (laughs) it's worth doing especially if you're if you're one of the younger members on the site I think last year we only had a couple of entries we did we got two last year prizes Mm mm-hmm because we you couldn't, know, we couldn't, we couldn't take away from the kids. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, that was it. With, with only having two, it was like, well, yeah. you're both getting a prize. Then that's how yeah. this game is played. Yes. Uh, so the, so. The, the, the
3: interesting thing is that a couple of weeks ago, I sort of laid down the challenge. So I've, I've challenged free to finish her uh, her felt based now school, and John challenged Justin to bring out his Space Marine army Finn. and paint that. Then so.
1: I've got one for you.
3: Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, I thought I'd escape this. You ball. already threw me under the bus, so maybe yeah, it might yeah. be worth painting some burrows and badges. You know, maybe a bishop Aha. of some kind that might be a badger. I Not have
3: badger, one. Ah, ah. There we go. I'll paint that. There you go. One. <laughs> is, is,
0: one. Is that from your Kickstarter? That's from my Kickstarter that I haven't painted from last two or two years ago, something like that. Nice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's good. Have you anything languishing in the, the pet back home, guys, that needs to be tidied up or finished off?
2: <laughs> Funny you say that. Uh, where to begin? I have a copious amounts of models that need to be finished off, and I will be entering this. Just like so, you know, That's I've the, got yeah. I've got strong feeling I may have fifty percent chance of one of the categories. So I will, <laughs> you know, and, you know, and by the Titanic feel of this, you know, the children go first. No way, I'm going to mm. be gunning for this. <laughs> so, yeah, hundred percent. I'll be entering this. Yeah. So uh, please criticize <laughs> <asking that> accordingly. <laughs>
0: Oh, we shall. We shall. Mm-hmm. So there you go. You've got about three months starting yeah, yeah. last fun. week.
4: Yeah. yeah. Go for yeah.
0: it. Uh, apart from that, we also have a very quick update yes. because this weekend it's party time. Yeah, so uh, Cromlec have put together a birthday sale
3: uh, that started uh, earlier in this week and runs throughout all of the weekend as well. Um, They're going to be doing 20% off their entire range. um, So everybody knows that we're a big... That that is the head of a lesson. That
1: is a head of a lesson,
3: yeah. They're going to be doing 20% off their entire range. Everyone will know that we're really big fans of the Cromlec stuff. We've talked about their October bits and pieces in Mm -hmm. the past. We've showcased a lot of their terrain and that kind of thing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, in projects and all kinds of things like that as well. As I say, this is 20, uh, 20% off everything. So uh, whether you're diving into the historical stuff, which is pretty cool. They've done some really nice Polish bits and pieces, a really nice little selection for those people who want to sort of dive in and play around with those guys. They've also got the Dark Forest range, which is really cool. Mm. There's the um, Frostgrave official terrain series. So maybe if you wanted to play a bit of Frostgrave and you've been working towards getting some terrain, now's a pretty good chance to go and do that too. Yep. Uh, and also the things like the, uh, why would I not mention this, the hospital Dwarves as well. So they've got the <laughs> hospital Dwarves that you can play around with the bridge and the tabletop too. Oh, so there's, there's some really place nice place stuff out push. there mm. yeah, for uh, everybody who wants to um, dive in and get something fun. And there's loads of bits as well. So yeah. if you're looking for something that sort of is alternatively grimdark, then mm-hmm. you have options there as well, which is quite nice. So yeah, loads of things from Cromlec and uh, yeah, go and
0: give it a look. Very sweet. Mm-hmm. So that's the updates out the way. Now time to kick into the most important part of the show, the part people watch and then turn off for the rest of it. Nobody wants to do this. <laughs> it's all about the Indie of the Week. And this week, booba-da bappy, we've gone all Italian with yes. Merton. Now, technically, Ben picked this one. Yeah, I picked this one
3: because I was almost threatened in the comments by one of our members who was like, If you don't talk about Merloton, then uh, I reckon we're going to kill you. So I was like, Okay, fair enough. That's oh. fine. We'll talk about it now. But
1: anyway, so I, I was. Tribes
0: like, work for me, not threats.
1: Yeah. I mean, you've getting some lovely comments from the
3: community was, recently yeah. on Ben. Yeah. I'm well loved. That's, the, that's my moniker. Ben, you're well loved. Yeah. yeah um, so anyway, so I, I was drawn to this by their recent Kickstarter, which is all about the. Uh, creating a set of diorama pieces and miniatures for Mm -hmm. uh, a set of brewing monks uh, which i thought was really fun and interesting but little did i know that there was an absurd amount of content on Mm -hmm. the melaton website beyond just a few historical kits Mm. i'd obviously heard about them in passing but I'd never really sort of dived into the range. And then when Jerry was like, oh no, wait, there's more. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wow, fair enough. There is a lot in here for us to dive into and have fun with. Um, But yeah, their historical stuff is pretty fantastic. And I I think a lot of their... Their work in terms of getting across like really nice character and sculpt detail uh, is really nice, and they do they work in both metal and resin as well, so some nice nice options there, which is pretty cool. Especially when it comes to the train elements, there a lot of those are resin, and then they have sort of metal things like the barrels and the jugs, Thing as well.
0: Those, I have to say, that little range of um, drunken monks Mm. is absolutely stonk. It really is nice. (laughs) A lot of people
3: want to be raiding churches where they're taking up residence. Probably,
0: I have a sneaking suspicion they've just seen just a, a line of uh, seals on the horizon coming their way. And at that point, it was just, you know... We might as well drink up, lads. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all downhill from here. Um, so diving into the site proper then, as you can see, they do everything from historical fantasy uh, in 15 mil, 20, 20 eighths, and then even some sci-fi from the Future Warrior range. Future Warrior may be recognisable to some of the older viewers watching along at home, the the three of us who are out there, uh, because Merlitton have most, if not all, of Grenadier's uh, metal lines. Um, So they have stuff essentially going back to the 80s. The original original D&D line um, was done by Grenadier, which is now held by Murlaton. Nice. Uh, so when we get into those, you'll probably – in fact, there's a few that people will recognize even if they're not aware of Grenadier as a company um, because pop culture is a thing these days. <laughs> but obviously massive pictures just like Lloyd loves. But I love things like the, uh, the NBC suits. They're particularly nice. Delicate. They're really awesome. Yeah.
3: For... I love the, the guns. have been. They've got that kind of alien style to them, which is pretty mm. cool. Yeah. A, yeah, like, a pol- like a pulse rifle kind it's of thing. like a gun.
2: carbine pulse rifle.
3: Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's really cool. Very cool. And Just the fun. underslung sort of element to it as well. i got the grenade yeah. launchers and stuff, which is cool. I've
0: got an underslung elephant. <laughs> an underslung...
3: <laughs> <laughs> the underslung element. God damn it. Um, The thing is, last week we were talking about war um uh, zone stuff and the mm-hmm. kind of old sculpts and things that Prince August were doing. Yeah. And I think the same charm follows through into seeing these kind of things as well. I think there's a really nice... Sort of just sort of simplistic nature to them, where it's like yeah, yeah they're all going most of them are going to be one piece, maybe three piece at Max kind of thing, yeah, but they're going to be really quick and easy to paint and fun, mm-hmm. and you'll have a really nice dynamic set of models on the tabletop as well that will look very different from a lot of people's stuff that's sort of out there in modern, so
0: yeah, I mean, if you're going to be doing something like uh stargrive, mm. um, yeah, having those as soldiers or pirates is good, yeah, yeah. they definitely. F- fulfill the representation of the powered armored suit the, the combat suit that your mm-hmm. captain can wear as a massive clunky mechanical thing that needs to be charged up on the ship every day um mm-hmm. you know you'll know what your opponent is feeling if one of those is stomping across the table also <laughs> if they're still made in lead you'll feel it as well yeah. which has to be said oh. is always good. Oh, oh, they are so small. If it's any help, I've got one in a figure case upstairs. Of course you have. <laughs> Don't have him.
1: Oh, that's great.
0: These are uh very nice. Good old Steve Dean.
5: <laughs>
0: a quality painter for years. Oh. The secret agents. I'm trying to remember. I think there was a real set that went with it as well.
3: Probably was, yeah. Nowadays, they'd be good for things like 7TV and stuff. Mm. They'd be pretty cool for that. Yeah. it would be a nice addition.
0: I think, I think a lot of those are cobblestone sculpts as well. He mm-hmm. did a lot of stuff for Grenadier, yeah. along with Julie Guthrie and a few others. And I think he's worked for pretty much everybody, I think. <laughs> mm. Everybody likes a boss. Everybody
5: loves a boss,
0: yeah. It's very mech as well. Oh, mm-hmm. there's a human behind it. That's <gasps> a good size. That's like good Industrial scale scaled. Now, yeah. yeah. 1144 in the finest euros. That's the thing,
3: like, it's one of the things that was kind of nice about, again, looking back at what we talked about last last week. A lot of these older ranges, especially if you buy them from these bigger companies, are actually quite cheap. You don't have to go hunting around on eBay to find a lot of this stuff, um, which a lot of people would mark up quite Mm. drastically. Definitely. Mm. You can get your hands on a lot of this this for a relatively cheap price. You know, the shipping might be an issue, but maybe if you sort of dived in with a friend up to and you know
0: put together a yeah. big bundle well, or something, in. you could you could split that up. Your, so. your best bet is just to be in Northern Ireland where we don't have the shipping problem. Well, right. yes. <laughs> that
1: would be anything, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Look, is that familiar to kids? Oh, it's gone now. Hope you were it's paying good. attention. <laughs> yeah. We'll have a look at some nightmares because everybody knows how much I love the cock.
1: Of course.
0: They do a massive range of Call of Cthulhu creatures. So we have Bayaki.
1: I I really love how there is no proper way to say these. It's just fantastic.
0: Lovecraft was very, in his letters, it was like, a human mouth should not be able to form the shapes to actually get the syllables out. So any way you say Cthulhu or Northarlahotep or whatever you want is the correct way of doing it. Don't let anybody tell you. Yeah. People are uh, just wrong. That is indeed a a hunting horror.
5: That's petrionally.
0: Hell beast. That Star Spawn of Cthulhu, please. Always on a proper base as well. 25 by 50. (laughs) Nice.
3: (laughs) One of of the things that's come up quite a lot from from people when they talked about the Muraton stuff and especially these kind of slightly more weird and esoteric pieces. Yeah. Mm. Is that these would be great for sliding into a lot of the like things like Silver Bayonet, for example,
5: or, yeah, yeah. or
3: the, the pulp figures range and that kind of stuff. Uh, if you dive into that kind of kind of kind of game, using these sort of fills a lot of gaps in that because there's so many kind of like really odd creatures within games like that. Mm. And you know, picking up something like this would almost fit the brief for a lot of those kind of quirky
0: things that maybe McCullough has come up with and, and mm. just, they're very nice. They're that looks like Harvey from the Call of Cthulhu um, play scenario from the, the original Starter set. Mm-hmm. He, he does not go well at the end. <laughs> <laughs> does anything Harvey. go well in Call I of was going to say, yeah. Jerry, yeah, but yeah no. It depends. You never know your luck. <laughs> yeah. Serpent men. No, nobody likes the serpent men. Cast them back into planes. another dimension. Stay off those planes. Conan, the adventurer. <laughs> we have it elder thing that's what happens just so weird (laughs) i love how
1: strange they are time
0: streaming yethian nightmares yes please why you know if you're gonna if you're gonna design an alien make sure it's alien
3: yeah (laughs) you know it reminds me a lot of the original sort of sketches that gygax had in the um the old sort of d d mm. monster manuals as well, where it's kind of like, let's just scribble something and that's what it looks like, I guess. So.
0: I think he was, uh, it's <laughs> yeah. fair to say he was heavily influenced. Well, um, yes. Yeah. yeah. That's especially by uh, lady parts. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Oh, I mean. Mm, Going to the too? fantasy. Fantasy, yeah, fantasy. A fantasy and we'll do finish it. off on the historic, shall we? Yeah. To so do yeah, yeah, yeah. it that way. Right. Fantasy is enormous. Uh, fantasy Grandeur Classics I will definitely be opening but you can see there. Maybe we should each pick Oof. a tab a and, and go with that.
3: So I'm going to say I'm going to say dragons not dwarves.
1: So. Oh, careful there Ben. Yeah. Um, yeah. Can I have creatures please Jerry?
0: Okay. miscellaneous creatures. <laughs> Anything catching your eye on that list Gareth?
2: I'm um, just thinking now I'll have a look at the orcs. I always love looking at interpretation of orcs.
0: Mm. Mm. Right. Uh, I'll do you a solid then, and also give you half orcs. Oh, half orcs, Yeah. Oh you oh, oh. See, see how generous I am?
1: he's got mad today. It's because we've got guests on. Yeah.
0: So I, I won't bother scrolling through that, but we'll go straight to dagrons. Oh. Everybody likes a good dagron, yeah. and and the, I have a sneaking suspicion down here we'll probably find one of my very first purchases, which was because I was so shiny and you I didn't understand the concept. Wow. Um. <laughs> but where do you want to where do you want to start Ben well the Dragon
3: of the Mountain looks amazing and also that St George and the Dragon set looks really cool as well uh, I was okay. going to open those because I've always like there's a weird thing like I really like dwarves but then I also like the things that tend to kill dwarves so so, so <laughs> dragons and for some weird reason giants as well um, which tend to like slaying things, I oh. guess. Um, but I just, I just love dragons, and I think there should be in everything you can do fantasy wise. That so would be a really good day and day character, a dwarf that loves dragons. Yeah, it would be. Ah. They can have all my gold. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: want to be friends. Yeah. I say he's being right. attacked by a vicious attack yeah. chicken. I think it's because it's yeah. more cockatrice than but, dragon.
3: Uh, uh, you, know how, you know how I was saying that, like sort of like a lot of these kind of were inspired by these kind of sketches from back in the day and that kind mm. of thing. I think a lot of these dragons remind me of sort of books that I read when I was younger, which oh, had yeah. these kind of like sketch versions of dragons or slightly weird and wacky ones, rather than the kind of more, like the 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 kind of, I guess you say the more established look that you've got oh, when yeah. you've got sort of the third edition d d manuals and things. Yeah. Everything came like, you no, know, this is what dragons look like. And I think a lot of people have sort of gone with that. I like looking back at these kind of weirder ones and stuff because <laughs> they, they remind me of the, illustrations that you would have seen in older books and things. So Remind yeah. you of the good old days? The good old days, yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Like, like my, my old sort of Beowulf picture book, these, these kind of gorgeous. things that were like in that. So.
1: I know what you mean, though. It's that particular style of drawing that's
3: been Yeah,
0: I could, see, I could see Ray Harryhausen animating yes. that. Yeah. I mean, you're one yeah. step away from that chomping at some Greeks. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, guy,
3: I love that. Fuel probably a fairly cheaper a, probably a bit cheaper than buying these than buying a sort of one of the more modern dragons out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, then you use in your D&D games, so
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh also it would fit on a table unlike a lot yes, of modern dragons. That's true. That <laughs> that yeah. looks spectacular and are huge um, but, uh for uh, gameplay <laughs> uh, Just 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 the worst.
5: Yeah.
0: Uh w- will it be on here if I go down? Ooh. Oh,
5: like yeah, nice. dragons.
0: Pal- oh, uh... I wanted that paladin dragon so badly. <laughs> they had a really nice catalog. I used to sit and drool over it. A dwarf knight on an armored dragon? What? what? Oh, the the dwarf range. <laughs> see this this idea of of dwarves mounted on bears and stuff. It yeah. started in eighty five or eighty six with Grenadier. They've got a whole range of them. You should see the mountain shaker cannon. It's like fifty pounds. It's just like a lead <laughs> barrel about this big with like a whole team of dwarves. Where oh my god, that was amazing. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, we'll have a look at your dwarf knight, shall we? Okay, right. You've you've oh, persuaded me. Oh. He's got armor on his. Back. Oh no! How did he
1: get that armor on him? Was he patient when he was painting? I imagine. so. I imagine <laughs> yeah, that's obviously. been raised.
0: Yeah, raised from young to be his mount, and then you two can set fire to your opponent, <laughs> which is always good. And then the human version.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Not as nice. I like that. Oh, like he's very tall he'd hit his yeah. head going through doors and stuff <laughs> mm. that would have to be made unnecessarily high Ben isn't that right yes yes unnecessarily <laughs> high yeah. unnecessarily high okay. but no uh, those are awesome those are fantastic I really like oh. those I, I just need to have a look on page two to see if the thing. so you can is. find your dragon it no. might not be here it might be in creatures you see uh, okay no okay. there there was a listing <clears throat> and there was a picture for dwarf hydra I and, know, okay. and because I collected dwarves as my very first army back in the 80s when I was a kid, I went, Oh, a dwarf hydra. But what I meant was it was a dwarf hydra, dwarfed. It was Danny, oh, right. Just, oh, Danny, oh it was oh. actually a hydra for dwarves. <laughs> and was like, oh, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Yeah. words words feel me. you mean you mean fantasy races can also be words in other languages <laughs> oh. that's like, that's like everyone's
3: story when they first started their army and they bought a whole bunch of different things and then someone in the games workshop store went no you can't use that in this and you're like oh okay well, well thankfully like the games workshop
0: didn't exist in well. for, for about a decade after I started so, uh, so where I played was with friends and uh, and at the local stores convention Sing out if you want any of these. Um, can oh,
1: I? Owl yeah. Bear, the, owl Bear. Owl the XL, Bear.
0: The XLBS mascot. <laughs> <The XLBS> Only <mascot. laughs> messing Sean Connery on his back.
1: Oh, <laughs> man. Look at in it, its magnificence.
0: That is different. He's an That's, angry looking if one. If I
3: was a modern. Teenager, I very say. old school that, looking. It looks like that owlbear is
0: flossing. <laughs> 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 I hate you so much. Can
1: I look at that manticore, please? Because he, he's, the beard is too glorious is. to not look at.
0: He's, he's a bit sphinx-like. He's enigmatic yeah. in that respect. It, he looks hauntingly familiar as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, I feel like I've met <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't know why that what is. <laughs> I
2: don't
0: am rarely caught prowling around. <laughs> With wings like that.
2: Mm. Yeti he does seem to have quite an interesting pose going on there,
0: mm, on guard almost. Yeah, yeah,
2: He's kind of like bent in on himself a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> fencing. So, yeah, so, on, some,
0: some are a sign oh, of was the like a Fist
2: bump. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, it could be a fist bump. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: that that would be an unusual thing. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> have you
0: fist bump um, with the Yeti? Well, fist bumping Sherper Tensing for not giving away his location when Edmund Hillary was looking for him. So. <laughs> We solid dwarves as well,
5: yeah.
0: <laughs> Just repeatedly punching people in the face. Yep. That is the way to do it. So, what else are we going to have a look at then? Ooh. So, there's Kamira.
1: Oh, nice. That's very different.
0: It is. Snake tail. That is very Goat different. Goat head coming out of the back.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: no thanks. In the, in the you know, actual technical term of. Uh, a, a monstrous chimeric animal. I think that ranks right up there.
1: That's disturbing. Mm. That's, that very much is nightmare fuel. A nightmare fuel. You couldn't. Uh, you <laughs> couldn't mount one of those. <laughs> Your seat's taken.
0: Well, if you if you no, I was going to say, if you slid on back and used the uh, the antlers or that. horns looks as handlebars.
1: If a Cerberus was some kind of terrier. Mm small
0: kind of Cerberus. Like, like a next door neighbor's dog? Yes, exactly. Somebody's <laughs> kept
1: a little Cerberus. They like just pull them out round. of their little... Oh, yeah. What's
0: the, that? Datsun coming at you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Mini Cerberus.
3: Okie dokey. Um, oh, there's quite a few pages of stuff. Like yeah, oh well. so I'm going to skip on Let's the skip three. The third. You need to see if you can find your creature. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jerry, or maybe we should just... Oh, they have dinosaurs. Oh, they they've got dinosaurs! dinosaurs. Yeah, just plot the dinosaurs.
1: Can yeah. I look at the stegosaurus plants, Jerry?
3: You
1: can. I feel yeah. like I'm on countdown. Can I have consonant, please, Jerry?
3: Man, I love is it? I always called them ankylosaurus, but I think it's yes. Ankyla, ankylosaur, is it? Yeah. I don't, ankylosaurus
2: or yeah. Ankylosaurus, ankylosaurus,
3: yeah. Yeah. I you just love them, them they're, they're oh, massively cool. heavily armoured dinosaurs with a huge <sighs> yeah. club on the back of their tail. What's that mm-hmm. like?
2: Not to be tripod with.
3: Yeah, yeah. Man, we need more dinosaur games. We need, di- yes. like, dinosaur miniature games and all sorts of things. Yeah.
1: This strangely looks a bit like Christopher Walken, and I don't know why.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He's that good an actor. He could play yeah. a Tyrannosaurus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're so cool.
3: I think they're my second favorite dinosaur. Everyone has favorite dinosaurs, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You want to is my main favorite. And then mm-hmm. so, 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 so. Nessie is my favorite.
2: No raptors? Any raptors? Yeah, no, no. Raptors here, right here.
3: Oh, yeah. oh okay. Mm. I'm yeah. a raptor. The raptor crowd. Basilisks <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> eating bones.
5: Oh.
0: That's a whole slew of bones. <laughs> wow. It's unusual, different, and then there's the demigorgon as well. So Hi, Demogorgon. kids! Made re-famous, I guess,
3: by uh, Stranger Things. Stranger yeah. Things,
0: yeah. So mm. th- this is the model they use in their game because this is the demigorgon that would have been, would have been around at the time. Around, around at the think. time, yeah? yeah. it's still
3: awesome. I actually Not think terrible. I prefer this. I think I prefer this to the more, the more modern sort of ape-like version. I, I mean. think
1: I like this. Yeah. It's more classic, isn't it? Really.
0: Wow, Bit happy he is.
1: <laughs> he does look. It's the dancing arms movement, doesn't
2: it? So... Uh, the, the slight smile.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm
3: going to eat
0: you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hug that. We have well, like orcs. Ah, orcs. Where would, you like seeing...
0: to, where would you like to go for the orcs?
2: Ooh, ooh, wolf oh, riders. Wow. Wolf riders all day long. But normally they're goblins, but some like some orc wolf riders.
5: Mm-hmm.
2: Do you like a good Wolf Rider? I like that
5: wizard. He's cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Got a drummer.
0: Yeah. A standard bearer. Here's the wizard. Here's the wizard. With the nice. stuff. Yeah, they were <laughs> the boar thing is, is GW laying into the pig bit. Wolves, wolves were the way to go. I mean, who's gonna get yeah. a pig? Makes no sense.
3: It makes no sense to me.
0: I always like the um orc range they did a really nice plastic box that i think you can still get from em4 where you can get like mm. 50 orcs for like eight pounds um they had a nice design that was kind of almost um asiatic they, oh, okay. they had, a, they had a, yeah. a bit of a a flavor to them
5: mm-hmm.
0: but at the same time being uh, distinctly brutal Oh, those guys are mean. They're and very no
2: detailed, these ones. Yeah, the second in from the left looks very sinister. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Very. I like those.
3: I like seeing orcs ha- have looked that little bit more martial, if you know what I mean? Or hmm. almost in line with a little bit of how, of how hobgoblins are almost viewed compared to like the traditional orc. Because I always think, like, well, you're a, a race of of badass warriors, you don't always have to be the guys that are basically just bashing things together. Mm. You could actually be heavily armoured and brutal and nasty and horrible. So mm. <laughs> yeah. A lesser orc, right? Here, A lesser player. orc.
0: Mm. <laughs> it it symbols. don't see it many it. symbols.
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Is the end orc on the right there trying to pull off some sort of like... Axe in the stone.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they scared. chose him as the new war boss. Get you know? a uh, yeah, dwarf, cut him you... in half and put one on either side.
2: Oh,
1: yeah. He looks so shaky, the one next to him as well. Yeah. He does look a bit shaky.
0: Just <laughs> laughing at him. He's like, yeah, keep trying. <laughs> That's more Gamorrean guard. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So less Dinosaur, bigger. I don't know. So it's, um, that, that, it's all the best stuff. All the best stuff. <laughs> you're happy now. Oh wow! And the big orcs,
5: the big, boys. <laughs> big orcs, also known as Brox. oh nice, yeah, yeah. orcs. <laughs> nice. Let's nice. go. Channeling that Ettin vibe. Right? Yep. yep. Yeah.
0: He is very sparkly.
5: He is a <laughs> I or wonder or if usually.
0: I can. F- I wonder if I can find a picture of it. Um.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Jerry finds picture.
0: It's very important because <laughs> there was a thing for Blackadder and Comic Relief.
3: Oh, the, when they went to the future. When uh, they yes. went to the future. Yeah,
0: yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about.
0: So, if I open that,
5: will this work? I right go there. And do
0: this, yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Is that <laughs> not him? It's very close. Yeah. He's just missing a little sleeve <laughs> goblin. Yes. is on
2: yeah, yeah. Scarred for
3: Life. Yeah.
0: I'm so glad I could bring <laughs> that to you all. Anyway, there are. Um, I've, I've confused myself as to where it was. Oh, there's some big oaks. Big
1: oh. oaks. Big there oaks. We go. Uh, hey,
0: cool. Mmm, bulkier. <laughs> ogary sized if you want to use them. As yeah. yeah I think nice. Um, Deer had their own game called Fantasy Warrior, so <laughs> hence some of they the. Someone made uh, a. about that, didn't they? Back mm. a couple
3: of months ago, I think. Maybe Yeah. I, yes.
0: yes somebody yeah. Somebody did. I. I want to say they're from Scandinavia, but I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to pin my colours to mask with which Scandinavia they're in. <laughs> uh, if we have a so, the half works. Yeah,
3: the thing that's nice about these that. Is it kind of like you you pick up maybe a set of these or a couple of different sets, and then you use these along maybe alongside like a whole bunch of plastic models that you've got lying around, Mm -hmm. and suddenly you've got notable figures that you can put into like role playing games if you're playing them incorrectly or correctly, uh, Jerry. Uh, Correct. So you can throw them into your games and use them as sort of like leaders for different units and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm out models, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
2: the yeah, ones you put on the corner of the uh, of the block, yeah, to catch the eye, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's completely...
0: Do you like yeah, these okay. half orcs
2: Yeah, they're really good. Mm. Uruk looking,
3: very. Yeah, much they do so. have like an orc feel. Mm-hmm. I like the cleaver weapons as well. That's a cool yeah.
2: quite blunt yeah. and just, yeah,
3: blunt and
0: brutal. Okay, okay.
2: Yeah.
0: brown skinned. Anyway, that's very enough of the fantasy. Um, mm. Otherwise, we'll be here. We will be have because well. there is everything <laughs> uh, but we'll just have a quick look at some of the historical stuff um so definitely have those. I'll we'll have a look uh will have a look at some of the fifteen ooh have a look at the fifteen mil doors <laughs> them and then. <laughs>
1: Certainly not going to say that,
0: no, are you? Let's crack it out sucks.
3: the medieval as well, because a lot of people are playing medieval at the moment. So, okay. yeah, let's
0: do that. So, bear <laughs> in mind, these are 15 mil individually based. And mm-hmm. some people will multi-base uh, or like strip basing. Mm-hmm. But with a scale 15s, so I much prefer the individual stuff. If you want to do your Italian wars, mm. break out the pikemen. Mm, <laughs> pikemen.
2: You like the, the poses, so they're just kind of poised, ready to receive a charge, or yeah, you know, move into formation. And yeah, I do like those poses;
3: they're pretty cool. It's one of the things I've always liked about if you if you're setting up a regiment or anything in you know, like a big fantasy game, I always like it to look like the the troops aren't just walking towards the battlefield. I like yeah. seeing them actually in the in the midst of fighting. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So having them ready to
0: receive a charge is a really cool idea. Just like,
3: yeah, yes, That's really good.
0: Got that, but then you've also got your back rankers.
2: Yeah. Very
3: We're going, old. trying to get the pike.
2: It's like the hedgehog, isn't it? You know, they're coming well, up, that, up that was said, down yeah. and further down. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Apparently, it deflected um, <laughs> missile shots, crossbow and arrow shots.
3: Oh, I guess so, yeah, yeah. Because you just have a whole, you'd have like a hedge of bikes exactly. raised in the air. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's, that's it why
5: would
0: certainly help. Them. yeah. 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 Can't, can't hurt. And if so, you're in the middle of a pike block, and you probably don't want arrows landing on your head. More than <laughs> likely, not now. Yeah. It's a really nice bombard as well. That's cool. Mm, bombards. <laughs> well, Welcome
3: I've back never, I've never Welcome heard back. anyone
0: uh, <laughs>
3: talk lovingly about a bombard bomb before. It's, part,
0: it's or, a yeah. brutal thing. <laughs> yeah. Now these are obviously the fifteen <coughs> mil versions. So contain yourself, but there are 28 mil versions of these guys as well, Ben. So you know. twelves really on bears.
2: Twolves
1: really cool. on bears. On bears
0: have, and they look exactly the same. And if you notice the helmet design, which is like a, a conical-esque helm, mm-hmm. if you go have a look at what Mark Cobblestone has done for his own fantasy, small-scale uh, range, they, yeah. they are sculpted exactly the same way. I think his current range is 10, though.
1: If you wanted to paint things different, Ben, you could have... Dwarves on a Kibera army.
0: Oh my could god! Get yes. away with that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, they've got the rounded nose. But the <laughs> yeah, problem that's... is, all your opponent has to do is deploy a load of um, hot baths and saunas and stuff, and they'll stop stop to their tracks by that. That's, that's a, a p- nice little selection as well. Mm. Yeah, look a command group for you. Look at the little cannon That's very oh, it's nice. dinky. <laughs> It's not as good as it's the cute. mountain shaker saying. <laughs> and ideally, I mean, the mountain shaker should have been a fifteen mil sculpt, because it was massive at twenty eight. You could kill someone with it. I imagine people have.
3: We looked at a evil dwarf cannon coming out of a monster's bottom yep. last week. So we did. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm aware of the sculpt. <laughs> it was uh, yeah, expensive.
0: No, dwarf wizards. The, the weird things you find on Kickstarter. So yeah. <laughs> All right, it was on Kickstarter. Oh, yeah, it was. So yeah. The, it was. I think there might have been a previous indie where they had that. And if not, then... It was from the old school miniatures range, so it might have slipped over into that mm. collection. So, mm. so yeah, and then, but yeah but
3: that's, that's a really
0: awesome. No, yeah, very cool. Oh. Check out some of the larger pieces. Oh, pardon me. If you want to fight in and around Italy, just get a statue of David to put on the tabletop. That's yeah. a hefty yes. price, but... If anybody's seen the Statue of David, they'll know it's enormous.
2: <laughs> I wonder how big this is. How big? Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: I think it it's is Not subjective marker. <laughs> I, I think it is sculpted to be twenty-eight mil scale. in which Ooh. case, a twenty-eight mil miniature is probably coming up to about knee height.
1: Oh wow! Because
0: David oh, it is, is fairly massive. David though. is huge. Oh well, maybe not that <laughs> picture. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: right,
4: terrible! Look, there's a Lloyd oh. shot
0: for Lloyd.
5: Oh, there you go, Lloyd. look could be happy.
0: Very nice. Different, certainly.
5: Yeah, for sure. I wasn't
0: expecting to see David in there.
5: No.
0: And again, more the pikemen, but larger scale this time. And
5: there's a whole host of them. Uh, They are beautiful. Yeah.
0: Italian wars and fighting around the Renaissance. (laughs) You two can attack Rome. Yeah.
2: Some of the pikemen reaching over the front. Mm. yeah that's,
3: that's cool. Cool. cool yeah oh, i really i always like that. Really, I was, really good yeah. poses yeah i always like that helmet design as well that you see on the i like, saw so that guy in the middle where it's kind of like it comes to about here and then you mm. can see it like underneath i think it's a really cool
0: look. yeah the the sally yeah. helm yes I love, love yeah, yeah, yeah. they are sweet sweet like candy <laughs> <clears throat> but, it's almost the judge red helmet of Aww, the uh, renaissance world the renaissance era, yes
3: <laughs> <laughs> you lots got of your very NPCs. strong
0: shins yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> got your NPCs general villages general bits going on general
0: if anybody likes doing scratch building and the like um, there's a place I to mean, come just being able to pick up door rings to save me hard oh, to actually make yeah. my own I spent too much time sh- shaping door rings <laughs> I generally do.
1: Did you spend more time shaping door rings or building cactuses?
0: Uh, I give up building painful? cactuses. Mm.
3: So, yeah. I like that so far the medieval range is a lot of civilians and animals. Yes. Uh, yeah. And no soldiers. <laughs> yeah. Peacocks and herons. Oh. Yay. Wow. My friend she... is deathly afraid of peacocks.
1: I'm petrified of birds in general. Mm well birds that the pose eyes. no threat whatsoever I'm great with yeah. like hawks and stuff
3: but
1: yeah. no chickens no turkeys no yeah.
3: you're in a safe space we can talk about it
2: <laughs> <laughs> as a pigeon face plants your window <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you I want to, you if you want to recreate the film Midsummer. oh yeah, yeah. Huh. On the tabletop, all you need is an old man and somebody with a massive wooden maul mm. <laughs> spoilers for Midsummer. I really mine. like
3: that that's, that's cool. really cool that, that, that feeds into the, um, the one of the alternative sets you can get from their Kickstarter mm. the recent Kickstarter of the Monks one is you can get a basically the diorama around for making the scriptorum mm. so you can have Very them all nice. sitting in, in it at their desks and things which is nice
0: that's cool there's two thirds of a crusade or oh, maybe that's them <laughs> returning home
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. once you've <laughs> lost left? your first member yeah, you're yeah, done yeah. for yeah. We left the other one there to be king. That's the, yeah. uh, and that's the important. But it, it, it was quite nice because it was interesting looking in the comments underneath the the news story we did about the monks one because mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Oh, do they just do things for dioramas?" And everyone was like, "No, no, no! There is so much more in here." So it's probably a good idea that we did talk about it this week so if people can be like, "Ah, yeah. wow! There is actually a hell of a lot of stuff in here for people to play around with," especially with like the barons all being so big right now as mm-hmm. well diving into this kind of medieval collection and picking up some of these particular characters would probably be a good way to kind of then form a warband around that for using the game. i like just pick one of these notable characters and be like, cool, so who were the followers that would have, you know, fought with him on the battlefield? With I'll add them into my collection.
0: Graf text. Albrecht von Higerlock, Of course,
3: yeah. Yep. <laughs> that notable character that everybody knows about yes, <laughs> 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 yeah. With an wow.
0: impressive helmet. <laughs> You're going to see that
1: coming from a distance, aren't you? I,
0: I like I like the credit where they got the heraldry from. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mayonnaise Codex. That's good. Very for, nice. For the particular nerds in the audience, because <laughs> I haven't heard of that one. There are certain scrolls and rules that you can look up online to see who was wearing what and what colours things were. There's a Wounded knight Falling. That'd be quite nice now. Oh. multi
5: Oh, horse, horse
0: yeah. is going down somebody's, no. about get, somebody's about to get 10 tonne of horse lumped into their head yeah. oh well and the spearman who brought the horse down is about to get hit by a flying knight as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> an Building. Yeah. that is that's page 14 of wow 21, 21 pages hey, know, so everything oh. that you need for the medieval and that is just one section of the historic's. Mm. Range. There are so many more, and then there's uh, even some Italians in twenty mil. <laughs> but if uh, if you haven't checked them out before, definitely worth having a look at Merlton uh, and just seeing what is in there. They, I've, obviously, they've been doing a wealth of stuff for years. Uh, they have some old gems, but uh, the current Kickstarter shows that they've also done some spectacular new bits and pieces. Yeah, so they're, they're playing around with digital sculpting and stuff as well now, oh. as well as the handmade stuff. So, anyway. sign of the times, they tell me. Sign <laughs> of the times. Right, we're going to take a quick swish, and when we come back, we'll have a look at the news. Coming to you from the centre of northwestern Europe, covering board games, war games, card games, and all that shit you love. It's
3: the but- f- news. <laughs> yep, yeah, back with some news. Uh, obviously, we missed out on a lot of stuff from last week because of the event, uh, but uh, I'm going to bring us back to what we were talking about then because it was so awesome that I have to share it. Mm-hmm. And I think everyone's getting a little bit of kind of like Horus Heresy fever at the moment. Uh, so, if people did not see it during the previews that were held last week by Games Workshop, there was a new trailer that was released for the, well, Warhammer, The Horus Heresy, which is going to be the new edition of the game that is coming out very, very soon. Uh, We've got a pretty badass look. At, uh, and I, I called him a Abaddon last week, but it's obviously not. It's Horus. <laughs> Kicking ass and taking names on the battlefield. And this also gave us a little bit of a slice of life of what's happening throughout all of the Horus Heresy. So you've got Space Marines versus Space Marines. You've got Loyalists versus Traitors. You've got Titans. You've got tanks. You've got worldwide destruction. You've got everything. All set on Blasted Worlds. And horrible, horrible battlefields. Um, this was a pretty. I, I got to say, I was pretty take, taken. Well, my breath was taken away by the trailer. I thought it was very, very cool. Uh, and as someone else had said, I think it was like you'd be mistaken for thinking this was a new video game. Yeah. But no, this is what people do for miniatures games now. How uh, can you keep up cinematic with these? Trailers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty insane. Um, I think this kind of gives people a little bit of a vibe of what they're going to be getting when they dive into <laughs> this. Uh, because obviously, a lot of people will be like, "Oh, that Horus Heresy thing! I know that exists. That's a Forge World thing." Well. Not for too long. There's going to be some options okay. for people to buy, pick up some things in plastic very, very soon. Um, as well as the awesome looks at the the cinematic trailer, we also got to look at some of the miniatures as well. Um, so we actually got our first sort of like sneaky peeky atabiki. Oh, <laughs> uh, where we got the new uh, sort of Mark Six Beaky Space Marine. Oh, I do like that. Was this. their name that was given to them by the orcs and stuff. Uh, so you've got a slightly uh, sort of updated version of this sculpt. Um, a lot of people have been talking about the the the, the the height of the miniature. Hmm. It looks a little bit more true scale, I'd say, to the slightly more he- heroic firstborn that we've seen in the past, which is quite interesting, which a lot of people have also said works interestingly with some of the um, sort of uh, celebratory, um, I think it was the Fafnir-Ram miniature that's come out recently. A lot of people said that's very kind of like true rather than that sort of more uh, traditional style of uh, spaceman that we've seen before, but pretty cool stuff there as well anyway. Done in the uh, Sons of Horus, uh, paint scheme there we've just got to look at one of the Praetor miniatures as well you'll have also seen him in the trailer so the Praetor there comes with either the sort of rebreather strapped around his mask strapped around his face because it is a mask mm. uh, or you'll probably be able to get yourself a helmeted version of him as well because um, we saw one in the trailer so it'd be neat, neat to see that kind of like translated over into the miniatures as too um, very interesting and esoteric and Strange and Eldritch armor, which I think is really cool. I love all these kind of like bits and pieces that you get bolted onto stuff in the Horus Heresy. Uh, I think it allows you to make some really interesting space marines. Um, that's one of the things that's quite nice about this period as well is that you get to kind of mix together a whole bunch of sort of armor marks quite a lot. So you'll have legions and, and traitor legions that a lot of people will be like, ah, well, they need to scavenge parts from other marks to make the kind of armor that they need for you know use in battle and things. So you can have a little bit of fun with that, which I think is quite nice. As other people have kind of like talked about it in general, the horror is kind of like you're playing historics, but you're doing it in the 40, in, in the world of Warhammer forty thousand, which I think is kind of cool. Um, so you you get that thing of like you get sort of <laughs> Warhammer rivet counters, I guess, <laughs> where you're like, no, no, there should be eight studs on that uh, shoulder pad, not five. <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I'll go a better. I'll drop one in right now. <laughs> That's the Mark Six. Mm-hmm. That. That was developed towards the end of the heresy for yeah. the Loyalist chapters because they didn't get the new Mark IV because it went to all the originals.
3: Yeah.
0: So, so there should be noticeably different ones because Horus got all the new Mark IVs and immediately gave them to the legions he knew were on his side. So why have they not given them Maximus? Why is he wearing something that doesn't come until the end <laughs> and is used primarily by the Loyalist chapters? I would love to say that I know, but... <laughs> I, I imagine it's because nobody at Games Workshop knows their own fluff anymore. <laughs> they're aware that the Rogue Trader Mark I box was beaky, therefore beaky. It's a, you know, sign of the times, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Maybe if but, somebody uh, if somebody at GW can look up Wikipedia once in a while and see what they're supposed to be making, that would be amazing. Go take it. Well, this, this will be
3: interesting one for anybody who does know. Like, I've always viewed, is it the World Eaters? I've always had blue shoulder pads was it back in the piracy era oh, did when did they change over to red during that period before they became the fully red armored ones or is it or were they or is that just something that's a mistake that i've seen in some artwork as well or is that no
2: idea. Uh, they were originally blue then they they went red before going fully red
3: oh okay right. yeah there we go so okay so it's not it's not too much of a massive thing then that's kind of cool um but this uh this again sort of well the, the trailer that they released kind of harks oh. back to possibly the worst kept secret in games Workshop history that there was going to be a Horus heresy plastic box set coming out. And these are the um, preview images that potentially destroyed our stream from the inside last time. Who knows? Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, this is kind of like a little bit of a glimpse of kind of what's probably going to be popping up in this. I'd be very interested to see if they do things like a tank in the set. I could see them putting the contemptors in and stuff like that, which would be kind of cool, but yeah, um, as you can see, a lot of these line up very nicely with the, um, the the plastics that we just saw from the Games Workshop preview as well. So I would assume this will be coming fairly soon in the next mm. couple of months. I know a lot of people have been talking about it. Uh, well, they're going to be previewing a lot of stuff every week for, I think it's the next month or so over on the Warhammer community website. So that'll be kind of cool. But as I say, a lot of people get in the Horus Heresy fever at the moment. So.
1: Mm. Well, when you release a trailer like that, it's going to do something, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. Spears Who'd have thunk it? Who'd hmm. have thunk be
3: so popular? Oh, no,
1: I do oh. right?
3: <laughs> the, the, what, the, the thing that's been quite interesting for me has been seeing what people have been talking about when it comes to, like, how they'd approach the game. Because hmm. a lot of people have... Uh, previous to this, we had the Ebertronic Cal set that came out and then there was Burning of Prospero. And both of those came with a whole bunch of plastic sets as well and plastic characters that you could use in your games. So there's a very easy in... <laughs> To the Horus Heresy. Beyond that, you then got to start looking at the resin kits from Forward World. And it'll be interesting to see whether or not games which are kind of like, no, no, these are the plastic ones we do, but then you must buy the resins. Or if they're going to start to slowly make some of those resin kits plastic,
0: would be quite interesting. Mm. But it'll be, uh, but, uh, but yeah. Time will tell.
1: Yes. will yeah. be, will be.
0: So moving away from the uh, far future and into the historical past uh, with a whole range of stuff coming from, how's this pronounced? This new company, w- Walad Games. <laughs>
5: yeah, I've
0: heard <paid> them some. <laughs> the right, well, they've been doing some Italians.
5: Oh, wow.
0: B-s- it's B-s- right B-s- in
5: the mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, yeah, uh, a whole host of uh, new uh, support units, I suppose, um, for the Italians for World War II. Uh, this comes off the back of the plastics finally being uh, released, which oh, seem really? like you've been hanging on to them forever and a day, guys. <laughs> uh, but, but finally no we've comment. got them, and there are... I'm not going to pronounce any of these.
5: Oh, give um,
0: it go. I, I will not, <laughs> I, because I'll offend everybody, <laughs> including my own mouth hole. But... Uh, There is the uh, Italian army support group. Um, So I'll always do nice support groups, uh, which are handy ways of bulking up your reinforced platoons for bold Mm -hmm. action. So we've got uh, officers, light machine gun, mortar, and uh, even a radio operator, medic. So you can sort your command and the the frippery around the outside. So you should be able to build an Italian army very, very quickly and quite cheaply using the, uh, Mixture of plastics and then just adding in the accessories. But these aren't these aren't the ones that you're really keen on, guys, is it?
2: No, it is the yes, it's these guys. The let's try and pronounce that. Gustatorari?
3: Sure. Yes, I think that sounds good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Okay, that was better than me. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> these guys are, you know, in, in game you know bar the skull i love the flamethrower sculpts on these they are fantastic but it's the fact they can take two flamethrowers in a squad wow. unheard of, yeah. of that's phenomenal with, yeah with um demolition charges bangalores as you can see modeled there they are uh we'll see a lot of these cropping up in games a hundred percent
0: oh yeah no the, yeah. The, the idea to be double filth with two flamethrowers <laughs> It's like it's like head and shoulders. Oh, two, two flamethrowers into your reinforced pattern. I mean, I
2: mean, yes, one, yes, I do. One embedded in a squad is bad enough, but two. Mm. Also- <laughs> so
0: I really I like think- the uh, the engineer with the cutters for going through with the wire um, cutters. Wire, mm, yeah. Yeah. That's just really nice. Mm. You rarely see that. Clever,
2: you know. Don't jump on bar boy. Just cut through it.
3: It was posed very very nicely in the promo shots I saw on the community website. It was very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Set up in some really neat lulls. But the thing that I like, quite like about these sets is that it, it kind of reinforces the Italians as a, as a, a range hmm. uh, for bolt action. And I kind of feel like the Italians get a little bit of a bad rap like in World War II, everyone kind of sees them as almost like the whipping boy. Mm. <laughs> but it's like, I was like, oh, you picked Italians. Oh dear. Uh, but yeah, I actually, fine. it's re- yeah, but I think it's quite nice to see them see a lot more of the slightly elite elements of the Italian army popping up and stuff because you don't, well, up until now, I don't think you really saw that very much. Uh, uh,
2: especially baseball. with like, the, the parachute um the support group there and then the parachute sections as well. Yeah. Um, like you said, just reinforces the Italians as like a, a mainstream army within the mm-hmm. game which is really good um especially you know complemented by the the plastics and the soft underbelly book which has a ton of cool rules in there for the italians very different rules um which adds a lot which adds a lot of flavor to the game um i've yet to actually delve into making an italian force i'm going to um just one of their one of their tanks the m14 they're Camo Amaretto I'm not even going to try and pronounce it mm.
0: um, it's a d- Amaretto biscuit
2: what? <laughs> That's awesome. It's The tankard? Like leg it's, it's the fact that it can you know it can, it can wield four MMGs that can fire at three different units
0: Wow, oh, like, wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so What you're saying is the Italians it are what? just filth all over
2: Absolute dirt you know I was, I was, <laughs> look, I was looking at the rule book and I was like well hang on a minute you know so right definitely down. be looking at them a bit more a bit more closely as opposed yeah. to other the forces I have Mm-hmm.
0: Do you know are they going to be uh metal like the support groups have been in the past, or are you swapping over to the resin on those? Uh
2: the they will be metal, the support groups. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware.
0: Long <laughs> may that last. Although with, with the price of metal going up all the time, it
2: probably yeah. be for Who knows? Longer. Nope. Who knows what's going I to go will, on in the future? I will
0: wait into my cornflakes when metal miniatures go away. Oh it will happen eventually. Yeah, oh, the, uh, no. the, the Italians are very interesting. Also, the fact that Later on, essentially, you have uh, two Italian forces kicking about in Italy. You've got the um, the, the fascists, but then you've also got the pro monarchy uh, who sided with the Allies. Uh, you you could actually have Italian on Italian uh, fights as well throughout the the sort of the Italy campaign. So that these these could, these could turn up. <laughs> these could turn up on either side of the divide, really.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Fascinating mm. stuff. I like to look at them. Free. <sighs> Tell us what dreadful news you have for us now. Dreadful. There's <laughs> some
1: cold stuff going on at Weird at the moment. So we've seen some big stuff from the other side because they've had MalaFO crossovers. We've got an expansion of keyword system in MalaFO Burns and awesome bold games like Vagrant Song and Biobash. They're at our market now. But Weird are teasing what's coming next for their RPG. That's set in the world of Malifo in through the breach. So the first item that was announced, and soon to be heading to retail this month, we've got a continuation of a well-known Penny Dreadful. So players are going to be heading back to familiar territories and they're going to conclude their innocent story. So with this new one, Return to Innocence. Although the story does conclude the upcoming installment, it is new player friendly as well. And they return back to Innocence, the town, which is now a Changed environment So players get to Unrival new plots In the southernmost Contract town Of Malifo. So that is the first one The second title That's hitting retail This year So this is coming In June Also part of Penny Driveful series The release is going to be The first stack of adventures As part of Weird's Fully loaded collection So yeah. the first one Ooh, yeah. Which is this one It's going to be hit In our shelves And will be called The Voyage Volume So it's got six One shot adventures And it can normally Be found digitally On drive for RPG but now it's getting printed. So you've got six one shots. You've got Badlands Invitational, the house that December built, Dead Tide, Voyage to the Moon, the Logic Engine and A Night in Hallow. So there's loads of adventures in the book. I mean, whether you're going to be shooting off to the moon, helping a race car <laughs> driver's safety, heading into the quarantine zone or just simply stopping a no good curse oh, very you different. can do yeah. all of the above <laughs> in that so if you enjoy a hardback book like myself as a book holder um you'll finally get access to have some new content in your physical library without having to rely heavily on digital devices uh, as well as that the final announcement that was made from weird is quite an interesting one because mm. we see an expansion underway for through the breach and there's not much information what's going on but you can expect the Malifaux faction 10 funders to have their representation. So this is set to contain augments and one-shots, so it might be tempting a few more Malifaux players to take a new standing through the breach. So it is quite cool to see all of the new stuff going on with the RPG over at Weird.
0: Yeah, it's one of those games... I keep looking at it and I keep saying every time we look at a news story going, I should start this. Yeah, same. It's <laughs> yeah. One, but it's one where yeah. I know there's a lot of backstory to it and I know nothing about the backstory. Mm-hmm. Beyond the fact it's, you know, a bit weird, a bit steampunky uh, yeah. meets fantasy. Now, potentially the RPG might be a good way of getting up to speed on that. Yeah. I played, I played, I
3: played Malifaux back when, I think it was the, I think we're on third edition now, is it? Yep, the name three, right? Yeah, So I played it back when second edition launched. And I knew nothing about the the law. I just picked yeah. the model based solely on on the what you liked. There were cowboys that set people on fire. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, and um, and I really really enjoyed the game mechanics. And I think a lot of the game mechanics kind of follow through. Mm-hmm. at least in the style, into Through the Bridge. So you have the kind of card decks and stuff that you can yeah. be, and things so you can manage your fate and stuff, which is kind of cool.
1: I really yeah. like the idea of the Penny Dreadfuls, the one shots, because you don't have yeah, to yeah. immerse yourself into a massive campaign. You can just mm-hmm. literally see whether you like the system, play the one shot, play through little adventures, Very get true. used to it, learn some more. So it's quite a nice tactic to take, really yeah. quite cool.
0: Yeah. I must have a wee look. I know there's uh, one of our community members has been doing little YouTube videos yeah. going through mm-hmm. all the malifaux factions yes. and, and sort of giving background on those so i've got him subbed i must actually sit down and, <laughs> and and put them on while i'm doing a bit of painting next time and see if i can get mm-hmm. a handle on it um because yeah it's something i I'd, I'd fancy diving into yeah I, i'm not just going i'll i'll do it for the miniatures um, yeah this is the thing as i bought I know, malifaux before
1: um played with neverborn Enjoy Malifaux, but like you, I'm lacking lore, I'm lacking story. So I think mm. you're right, Jerry. I think the RPG is a good route to take to learn all of the necessaries to put two and two together. Might be what they're doing with what they're doing with the other um, the other side and Malifaux at the moment, tying yeah, they, all their worlds together. Well, so.
0: that's it. They, they do team, seem to be just pulling it all in Mm -hmm. so that it's, it's less uh, desperate. I suppose if people are wanting to get into one, then it's a a, a gateway into the other games as well Mm -hmm. without uh, being all sort of standoffish and standalone. So yeah. Fascinating. next. I've got to go all wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Isn't that what you kids say? Um, (laughs) Why? Because occasionally you just need to take uh, some British and throw them into, you know, Space yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Wargames Atlantic celebrated their third birthday. Don't look a day over two.
4: Oh. Third birthday <laughs> uh,
0: last week. And in doing so, they put up uh, a set of pre-orders for a whole host of new box sets. Uh, the first two of which are the Bulldogs mm. and the Goths. Yeah, so we've got one sci fi slash steampunk and one historic. Um, the bulldogs are the British set. Anybody who has uh collected 40k in the past will remember when Imperial Guard used to have multiple uh regiments before before everybody became generic (laughs) Cadians. Uh, they used to have interesting things that you could do, Uh, and one of the biggest ones was a conversion. Uh, of Morty and Iron Guard into Praetorian for a display at Game, uh, Golden Demon back in, I think, 97 or 98. Uh, and the Praetorians went down in sort of myth, legend, and infamy as being this fantastic set that nobody could get their hands on. Um, <laughs> we'll not go there, but, yeah, I do quite a lot of them. Uh, but Wargames Atlantic have released this box set for pre-order. Uh, due to ship in May, depending on where you are in the world, that might be early May or could be later May. Um, because they ship through multiple hubs. Uh, But the box set itself will allow you to make up a whole host of, I I would say, anything from Victorian sci-fi through to hard sort of 40K level uh, in a very British theme. As you can see here, these ones will be done with pith helmets, um, because that's the Praetorian way. But like all of their Deathfield sci-fi range, uh, they do come (laughs) with multiple heads, uh, so there are the steel helms that you can see from sort of World War One and World War Two. Mm-hmm. There's the berets uh, for sort of more para. You're like also a good beret. The, <laughs> the, peak, the peak caps. Uh, and there are enough of those heads to make all the models in the box with the same head type. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And all of the heads also have both a – gas masked and bare faced version so you can have uh, all nice. of them with pith helmets and gas masks or all of them with peak caps. if you want to run so mode it's... Iron Guard, um, it's it's a really nice set it's also one of the first sets they've done for the death fields where legs and torsos are separate so there's a lot more possibility in this set than mm-hmm. in some of the others and that will also be interesting because it may be possible that you could mix a match with the likes of kideon's if you already have well, yeah, because Cadian bodies come separate from you. Uh, bodies bodies are separate. Yeah. Torsos. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so interesting. to Cunning. They've got a nice look. Them. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen some people look at them and go, "Oh, but why have you done this? Why have you done that?" Well, because they're not really British in space. That's why they're not really Praetorian Guard. They're not really Mordian Iron Guard. Yeah. they've got their own sort of punk look. Feel. I've seen. Um, oh, I'm going to say I couldn't say it was Leahy painting up a set and he painted up a set like this in the the welsh colors essentially the the british army oh, era cool. yeah. but then he also did a set in khaki like you would have in world war one and two and they've got a nice balance with the way they've sculpted the uniforms where it works for both without looking like you've just painted it weirdly um so they've managed <laughs> they've managed to hit a, a yeah. nice spot um mm-hmm. so it can do the do the lords own work either way so I'm looking looking forward to seeing those on the table. Yeah, table definitely. It's some lizards. really
1: nice scatters around as well. Isn't
0: it? Mm. it is. That's I, I, I appreciate Ooh. a good setup.
2: Some berets with respirators, you know. Might be a new uh, yeah. leasing regiment. Oh,
0: Please wow. Yeah, that'd be cool. The, cool. the original yeah. the original stormtroopers that GW yeah. did yeah. were beret wearing. There was none of Ooh. this um, stupid armor and ridiculous no. masks. that <laughs> like They have now. Uh, the other thing is the decline and fall box. Nice. Uh, so these are 30 multi-part goths. Uh, and again, it can be built in a variety of flavors. Um, I believe there are enough pieces, if memory serves here. Every sprue can make five men. The sprue has three, three slings and three bows. So out of a full box, you can make 18 of either or. However, there's also enough hand weapons, shields, and spears to allow you to equip everybody in the box. So you can nice. have all of them, depending on what you need loadout-wise. You can't make all ranged with the same weapon, but for most games, you wouldn't want everybody to have the same weapon. Um, and I really like these. Uh, I did see somebody, uh, Doug actually was asking, you know, what's the difference between Goths and other Dark Age sort of factions. Mm-hmm. Now, these are a little bit earlier and slightly slightly to the side. Um, but obviously, <laughs> if you look at these and you're looking at some of the bareheaded chaps, really just losing the shields and replacing those with large round shields, they would get away with being used as Anglo-Saxons, anglo Danes, oh, yeah, Saxons, yeah, yeah, yeah. Vikings. <laughs> Easily. um being able to put a load of viking bow and bondi uh on the tabletop for something like saga for example um very <laughs> cheaply <laughs> is is a good way to go yeah. uh, and because all of the decline and fall multi-part boxes are interchangeable you can steal bits and pieces from some of the other yeah. boxes as well but you can especially. use the nice, armored yeah. bodies with them and that kind of thing so. yeah yeah so we can see the late romans here um, you could mix and match with them to get some armoured goths if you want your or make them auxilia, I guess for the or make yeah, them auxilia for the Romans as yeah. well. Yep, yep, that that would work equally well. So yeah, uh, and I believe that's also going to be a May release uh, and on pre-order yes, at think the moment. There, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so if you're after a bit of the historic or you uh, fancy taking off into the uh, the mists of some Victorian sci-fi, mm. killing up some Martians, uh, <laughs> then you know they've got you covered mm. either way.
3: I should also say the Boxer set is also up for pre order as well. So you can go and check that out too. So if you want to do dive into the Boxer Rebellion, you can do that. That's cool.
0: Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Boxers are very nice. I especially just forgot to want, put it in the running order. There especially, we go. <laughs> especially if you like Tigger onesies. Yes. And the Boxer oh, yeah. Rebellion yeah. is like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, right. Who's next then? Uh, so next, uh, the
3: Italian theme continues. <gasps> uh, so we're going to be moving to the world of Carnivale uh, because they have just released their new big updated rule book called blood on the water mm. uh, so blood on the water uh, will be a new book that contains all of the core rules from the existing game that have been retweaked and updated alongside new scenarios background and sort of effectively pushing the story forward within the world mm-hmm. of carnivale mm-hmm. um, so this is basically the best time to dive into carnivale at the moment because this is the most modern set of rules that you cool. can play around with and have fun with um, alongside that they were like well, we should probably make some miniatures to go along with this. So, every single one of the factions within the game has now got themselves a new set of miniatures. Nice. So you have the likes of the dock workers here, which I think are fantastic. They're great. Um, yeah. One of the nice things about Carnivale, and I think skirmish games in general, really, is that you can play around with lots of individuals that all feel like they have their own character to them. And I think yes. Carnivale personifies that. Pretty much in, in its entirety, uh, you have things like the dock workers, the Venetian navy that we've seen. There's the feral besiegers, the sleepless undead, the airborne carnals, Knights hospitaller, oh are pretty cool. And then, yes, you have the unhinged understudies as well. Cool. This frog is are bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. The smile
1: on his face at the top
0: as well. Weirdly, that one coming over the wall slash chimney. It does seem to be grinning away. Yes. <laughs> They're happy, are ah! happy. No
5: <laughs>
0: you know what these put me in mind of? No, bizarrely, <laughs> is um, the real Ghostbusters cartoon.
5: Right? They would also oh. they would yeah, often yeah.
0: have ghosts that were just you know just a mouth with some sort of long tail and too many arms in a weird way. And it just looked like that. It looked like something that Peter Venkman should be running screaming for. Rando's, yeah. yeah.
3: But what, what's quite nice about the, the Carnavallo range as a whole is that they kind of allow you to dive into sort of a historical look at the Venetian society, but then there's always a twist and an edge to it at the same time. And they do something a little bit weird as well. But enormous. even then... Yeah, when when they uh, what, what we notice about that guy is it looks like it's an armless vampire. So they've basically kind of weaponized some yeah.
0: bloodsucker, oh, like um, yeah. Walking Dead. Yeah, the Sean and her two brothers.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, love, arms. I really love how they're not conventionally stitched in the normal places you would no. suggest. It's yeah. just I'm going to put You'd an expect. extra torso yeah. on top of a neck, and it's going to and look then just as petrified. Rivet
0: this piece of. Ironmongery to his hand. Yes, not holding it, just riveted to
1: it. He, he only needs to lean back to sit down anyway, so he's yeah. quite alright.
0: Leshen,
3: <laughs> <laughs> almost it's got a leshen helmet. Yeah. Leshen
1: inspired. Yeah.
3: I think these. This is one of my favorite ones as well because I, I just like the idea that it was different flavors of vampire. Yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah. you had like a child vampire no. and no, <laughs> a, a more traditional ghoul. A lady, a no-trix Lestrange at the top yeah, and everything. <laughs> and then you just had the beefcake uh, beef vampire as well. Oh. Mm. So, oh, yeah. And
2: Helsingy kind of vampire. Yeah, yeah. Really. yeah. yeah. Love that.
3: The, yeah, the child
1: is scary, He's yeah, that's it's great. It's the little dress that ties it in, isn't it? It's quite disturbing, yeah.
3: <laughs> I think yeah. my favourite set actually is probably the Knights Hospitaller though I I, I I, have a thing about badass knight warriors fighting yeah. evil uh, <laughs> and I think these are pretty cool although I just some
1: justice for Ben
3: yeah although yeah. obviously within the world of Carnavale the Vatican's not necessarily the nicest place <laughs> so uh, so they've been sort of introduced here which I think is really fantastic and you've got again a nice section of different styles of model Mm -hmm. that you can use in your games they all feel like got nice character to them you've got like the old sort of like grizzled veteran with his massive hammer you've got the guy who's probably a little bit of like a a saintly hero sort of kicking ass and taking Mm -hmm. names but Mm -hmm. maybe he's a little bit of a you know a wet blanket perhaps (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and then you've got the sort of the, the spunky youngster, and then the kind of like two followers as well. So it's a really nice little mix of things. And again, it kind of brings together that sort of historical leaning, yeah, also going towards yeah. something a little bit quirky and a little bit weird as well. So, so yeah, some good stuff there. Oh, these are my favourite.
1: It's the guy yeah, in his brilliant. onesie in the bottom, on bottom right, it's and the, the guy followers. in the back <laughs> yeah. in motion.
3: Yeah,
2: he's near away from the scene.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they are. Uh, they're- Fascinating bunch of people, aren't they? It's it really the is. colors
1: that do it for me. This particular Carnival, anyway, has so much color to it. Mean this pockets. faction, specifically, is
3: just gorgeous. Yeah, it's a,
0: a riot. Yeah.
3: And you, uh, you can approach it from like two different angles. Well, you could paint everything in this slightly more colorful mm-hmm. style. Or you could go totally gritty and twisted and weird, and throw loads of weathering material on things and that kind of stuff. And like, actually,
0: why is he so angry? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Is it because the Zoom didn't work last week? (laughs) (laughs)
3: He's got got
2: to reload that six barrel. Yeah, he's like, (laughs) damn.
0: I I love the
3: expression on the guy, the chap in the centre. Oh, I do. Yeah, yeah.
2: it's. Uh, uh, Until yeah. I saw the the chest, I actually thought he was holding a cookie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm
3: cookie pay you He was like, to yeah. "Go away." <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is take this peasants. That's where the coin's going.
3: But yeah, oh. the the folks at uh, TT Combat have done a really good job with uh, Carnival. Um, mm-hmm. Vesperon obviously made it a fantastic game, uh, and then TT Combat came along and basically sort of. Saved it from sort of falling away into obscurity, yeah. and uh, they've done a really good job on it, and I think it's got a really nice crowd of people who play the game and enjoy it and have fun with it. A little bit like Bushido, it's like one of those maybe more underground games, I guess, but mm. uh, uh, I know a lot of people are really into Carnivale. And if, you've, if you're if you new to it, I think this is the perfect time to give it a shot, I think. Mm-hmm.
0: So, Yeah, updated cool. updated rules and new storyline and yeah. a yeah. whole new models, everything, host yeah. of models. It's tempting. Ever. Very, I'm not going to be tempted to how many <laughs> too many things. Too many. Right, yeah. we have some RPGs to finish off the news. Who yes, to we do. First?
3: So, a couple of uh, Cubicle Seven uh, sort of announcements and stuff. So, the first of these was a preview uh, for what's coming for Wrath and Glory. Uh, so, I've talked about Wrath and Glory on the, uh, the website uh, quite recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's sort of a dive into the core rules and giving you a flavor of the game. Um, to sort of get you started in it though they are actually going to be putting together a new starter set. Um, so it's going to be available digitally this year and then physically next year. It may be a little bit earlier, depending on if things work out, but um, that's how it's sort of working at the moment. Um, the actual starter set comes with a sort of a uh, a new adventure if you dive into called The Traitor's Hymn, which is pretty cool, uh, which is a huge exploring, uh, a huge huge exploration of a flotilla in the Routine. grim dark universe. Yeah, that's what I was trying to say. <laughs> Put <my> t- <laughs> um, Which is kind of cool. Um, it's actually been designed so that you learn as you play. So you don't, you can literally open the box give people the character sheets and just start going, which I think is really cool. Um, the system in Wrath of Glory is, is very nice and simple anyway. There's a couple of sort of granular elements in terms of like how weapons and stuff work and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But the basics of it all always pretty cool. It's all sort of like mm-hmm. D6 pool base, which is kind of, kind of nice. Um, you've also then got the Flotilla book, which kind of expands things out and gives you more flavor for the sort of world of 140,000. There's, like, as I said, all the pre-generated characters in there as well, so you can have fun with that. Uh, then... There's, oh, there's also going to be dice in the physical set as well. So yeah. you'll be able to get yourself some nice dice. Everybody dice in new, the digital set, <laughs> No, unfortunately not. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, as well as that, you've also got the GM screen coming out. Um, the adventure that me and Justin and some of the folks from Cubicle 7 played a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, is actually featured in this so if you want to play out that orky raid then you can do which is kind of nice uh, but as well as that uh, you've also got a whole bunch of other um sort of uh introductory events for you to play ranging from tier one all the way through to tier four so if you want to play as a basic sort of guardsman you can if you want to play as a space marine you can which is kind of awesome there's also a whole set of new um npcs in there as well so if you want to generate stories Mm-hmm. Uh, and give people plot hooks and adventure and that kind of thing. Yeah. They've put all the stuff in there so that people can dive in and have fun with that. Basically, combine those two things together and you've got a really nice way to dive into Rath Glory and have fun with it. If you uh, are eager to play it now, there is a really good um, uh, free scenario that you can play that's available online. Either through Cubicle Seven or through Drive Through RPG, mm-hmm. it's as I say, totally free, and it effectively walks you through a very, the very basics of Wrath and Glory without you having to basically have anything. Really, you can just you just have to have a set of dice right. and away you go. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good fun. And then there's a whole set of additional adventures that you can pick up free and for a sort of a smaller cost as well. So there's lots and lots of ways for you to dive into Wrath and Glory and have fun with it um, at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait for the start set. I will obviously do a review of it. I've done a review of all their other starter sets, yeah. so watch out for that. <laughs> Very cool.
0: And flips, flipping to the other side of... Uh, Flip reverse. Oh. <laughs> the Wampster <laughs> RPG world. Yeah,
1: <laughs> staying with Cubicle 7. If you've been looking for a place to bolster up your digital library, 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 library library humble bundle oh, oh wow i can't it, even sentence we, so. <laughs> today. you're all gonna have to
0: stop the day drinking if you can, <laughs> yeah. can't complete a sentence <laughs> yeah. just okay,
1: so. I can't, yeah right if you've been looking at like for a place to bolster up your digital library humble bundle has been stepping up recently with some really good hobby stuff so whether you like maps digital rpgs seo files i find myself week in week out just checking on what the next hobby surprise is up there so this month humble bundle of teamed up cubicle seven for a massive haul of digital soulbound goodies so if you've been interested in taking a stroll into some hammer well, fancy roleplay, there is a ton you can sink your teeth into here so the main bundle has got 24 turtles involved it costs 13 pounds 78 pence which if you're buying everything separately in a digital format it will be over 150 quid. So you are saving a fair bit. There's your starter set, your bestiary, adventures, core book, GM screen, you name it. Titles like Steam and Steel, Stars and Scales, plus a digital map to immerse you fully. So if you didn't want to commit to the whole 13 pounds, um, you can get a 30, oh boy, 30 item pounds. bundle. I know if you didn't want to commit, <laughs> where in ready. You can get a 30 vital bundle as well uh, for £7.65 or a six item bundle for 76p. And that includes the starter set as well. It's just worth it for the starter set, in my opinion. But it's a great excuse to jump in if you've been pondering the idea. And as you can see by Jerry, there's a cheeky 20% off voucher for um, 86 miles uh, cubicle seven titles as part of the bundles, too. If you've never been on Humble Bundle before, um, users are offered a chance to pay whatever they feel they want to pay. So you'll be given kind of a limit and you can pay more if you want to, uh, as per the suggested price. So if you wanted to offer more, you can. Not all the money goes to Humble Bundle. The money goes to the creator and towards a charity pick behind the campaign. So it's never a clear cut. 50 50 uh, where you want your money to go you can so this particular charity is going to children's health island so oh, cool. lots of stuff on the hump bundle and there is 13 days left to go on the offer so be sure to have a gander if you are interested in um, I i'm also going to say
3: if you want to learn more about this game We've done a let's play of it as well. So, we if have. you want to dive in and find out how badly I I uh, uh, ran a priest, uh, well, at least I ran him and then things went very badly, uh, then uh, yeah, go and check that out. There's also reviews and everything as well for that too. So, if you're very certain
0: that, it was our walking tree that kept firing I think, through walls. That was <laughs> yeah. that was upsetting our karmic chi on that one. I think that's probably yeah. the, Potentially. the issue. Yeah. We've also got uh, a couple of interviews
3: lined up with Cubicle 7 in the future as well. So, we've got one talking about. Um, uh, was it Warhammer fantasy roleplay stuff? So all the we're stuff coming people. up for that, and we're yep. also going to have one talking about uh, Soulbound as well. So we're going to be diving into that, and talking about Destruction, which is very cool. So yeah,
0: Destruction. There you have it. That's got you up to speed with what you've missed in the last week and a bit. <laughs> mm. We're going to have a quick swish, and when we come back, take a look at some 3D printing and Kickstarters. <laughs> All right, folks, we are back and ready to look at some sh- 3D printing. Stop! No. no, is that the name of the segment? Oh, okay. It's
1: not. 3D printing is the shit, isn't it? It's a very oh, different. Okay. Yeah, it, it, you
0: know. I'm, I'm not done <laughs> with you, kids. I'm with kids. Right. So this week's 3D printing is going to be Italian.
4: <gasps> Again?
0: A bit of Hey. Who's <laughs> unsubscribed during this episode? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, and this is Crossing Lances. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm going to start on his website. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, for he offers services and things for people. Uh, so beyond being accessible for 3D uh, printing in a variety of places, um, he does also offer sculpting, just direct sculpting. Mm-hmm. So if you're after something custom, um, which is something I don't see a huge amount of of the, the 3D print sort of people that, that we look at doing. Normally it's yeah, you know, here is yeah. what we have. Yeah. You buy it from our Patreon, you buy it from our, our mine manufacturer, whatever it happens to be. Um, so knowing that there are some out there that you can get to commission, not sure what sort of price it is going to come to, but. Mm interesting if you're after something a little bit more bespoke or unique that you're not finding anywhere yeah. obviously when you see uh what um he has worked on he has a a, a distinct style but it changes depending on what he so it's is a very it's a,
3: it's a fairly broad spectrum of interesting yeah, things <laughs> yeah. so
0: so you're not going to be looking at it going well he only does chibi things Therefore, it's it's not going to work for my historical army where i need a specific you know model that isn't available anywhere you you might be able to get around that in ways and means um obviously has done some crowdfunding things in the past
5: Mm -hmm. via the medium Ah, of kickstarter
0: patreon uh but if i go to the store you can get his bits Mm -hmm. and pieces via the medium of pin shape which I've never heard it's of. New to me. No. A CG Trader, which I have, a mini mm-hmm. factory. Uh, yeah. And when I was having a wee scrolling through them, <laughs> I'd noticed that some things look like they replicate, but other things do not. So you might find bits and pieces on some of them oh. that are more, I will consent to, uh, <laughs> that are more specific. Um, so for example, the pin shape one, obviously we've got a lot of fantasy. Uh, that is on some of the others as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then towards the end, you start to get uh, some more unusual things like uh, rings <laughs> or, you know, historical busts. That's pretty things cool. Things like that. Yeah. So as to as to how much overlap there is between the three different systems, um, I'm not 100% certain, but it's worth being aware that he does have, uh, or he is accessible through multiple. I mean, I think that is the the full kit caboodle there as far as pin shape goes mm-hmm. um likewise on cg trader i think this is what's on my mini factory but possibly arranged differently um so i can
1: just say something that says angry leprechaun bundle so i am yeah. gonna ask you to click on that at some
0: oh, yeah, point yeah. Oh, well, so <laughs> well, we'll click on it when we're here we're we're not far past <laughs> st patrick's day um but you can see there's like pirate crews and nice. and chairs and zombie cat and the uh, St. Patrick's Day angry leprechaun bundle, which is a
1: bundle you know, of angry leprechauns.
0: Very, uh, very much so. <laughs> there, there's a whole slew of, of madness. Oh, there's also <laughs> there's also a whole slew of bits and pieces it's to right. go with. Yeah, including it's angry a- tree, some Celtic. I Villages think just a bit more um
3: I think the idea was that these were going to be used as a blood bowl team.
5: That oh sense.
3: that's um, a great but, idea. Yeah,
0: that's the stadium. Oh yeah, because I got re-roll them. counters and stuff as well. Yeah. And you've even got your cheerleader section, which <laughs> a big uh foam hand. Yeah. <laughs> that explains why there's a tree man then as well.
5: Yeah. That so you
0: run sense. them as halflings. Very cool. Anyway, so just to let you know, there are those two places. They are yes. a thing that exists. Um, however, we've been mostly skulking around my mini factory, mm. so <laughs> we'll have a skulk there. Yes. Yeah. So, uh,
3: Filippo Giovannini is his name which is an awesome name anyway, uh, but uh, has broken down a section of different um, bundles into different options over on the store. So there's lots of ways you can play, play around with these things. I'm fairly sure a lot of these pieces have popped up weirdly in like either people's projects or on Twitter mm-hmm. and in certain different ways. Like, for example, there's a set of very angry princesses. Oh, I, I know A lot them. of people have talked about. Uh, these, are bit, these are fantastic. I, I'd love to use these as, like, board Some game components. Some stuff, or
1: fables, or chuck them in, yeah. you know.
3: It'd be quite nice. This kind of this goes back to what Jerry was saying about the fact that Philip has got like kind of like a very wide ranging set of skills, yes. so it can do these and then can
0: do more serious models at the same time. So, which yeah. you you won't see immediately because oh, I found this <laughs> to have a look at first. Uh, but yeah, because uh, you go from you go from chibi by League to, of Legends. Yeah, you go from chibi things like this. To historically accurate or more standard sort of fantasy or sci-fi troops, mm. uh, and then you'll hit something like um, a very finely detailed sculpted of uh, the Holy Family. Um, I mean, he's Italian. I, I imagine the uh, the Catholicism is strong in that one. <laughs> We're only separated by a couple of letters; our flags are practically the same. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's an unusual selection where's the best place for us to go rather than me start uh, if checking you, if you scroll up on this there, there, should be, l- I will. there should
3: be collections um sets that you can look at so oh, i would yeah. I, I would open up uh rough and tumble the fantasy football yeah rough and tumble and the fantasy football and then that black friday 2021 one as well we'll look at that okay because uh, these kind of like clicks together as some of the like key elements of stuff. So key this gives you a look at all the different kind of uh, key elements. once again. Yeah. This gives <laughs> a look at all the fantasy football teams that they've got. So there's a whole right, like there's a duck team. Stop! Mm. You've just yes. got me off the moles. Now the you're giving me a team. duck
1: team. I already had a yeah. penguin team, Ben. Now you're giving me <laughs>
2: ducks. <gasps> Anybody else?
3: That is there may be there may they, be teddy
2: bears. <laughs> and, I, think, and, I think they're rather a killer teddy bear team. Oh They've
0: got God, God, a um, mad, Oh, like an early 1900s American football yes. padding on as well. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is which weirdly we never really see when people do blood bowl. We don't see the the early oh. style. You know the the thing that you would see at the start of Cheers, generally on the black <laughs> and white photographs. <laughs> <laughs> They are. Oh, you've got them clacking. Oh, they've the got ball, such attitude that issues. That's, That's brilliant. brilliant. They're very angry. Are they, they angry are. because they have no opposable thumbs to hold and through the ball with? That would make me <laughs> angry if I was a, a football <laughs> player. <laughs> Back. Oh, hello, Kat.
1: Oh, we've got to In a Yeah.
0: There was like um, uh
3: Cass was saying there's a there's a there's a, a teddy bear team. we you look at the teddy bear team. Oh, oh, the killer killer teddy,
2: teddy, bears. teddy
5: bears!
2: Yeah, yeah. All these yeah. bunnies and pigs yeah. and I'm sure my hot? baby cage can find his way in there. <laughs> these
1: are, teddy bears. are awesome! Oh, they're wow.
2: sinister as anything! I'm not.
0: One them. actually ripped his own head off.
2: <laughs> but that's fantastic. Yeah.
0: That's it's excellent. Brilliance. Oh, they're great. That's excellent for a, a very specific reason. I've been looking at the. Malifaux, actually, do a <laughs> set of really raging, ripped-apart, stitched-horror tennies. yeah. And I was thinking they'd be great for doppelgangers in <laughs> kings of war, but they're expensive to put a ton of them on a base, whereas something like this could be a winner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I like that.
5: I think that's pretty cool. yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: I, like the, I guess it's the throwers that have taken their heads off. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: would make sense. Yeah.
3: Oh, they're great.
0: Look, you're little wolves. Yeah. Uh, little, you got your blitzes.
1: Oh, I'd have stuffing coming out of the sands. Oh, yeah. Barely yeah. held together. No pun intended, but barely held together.
0: <laughs> Are you sure there was no pun intended? Because it sounded like the puns <laughs> were very much. Uh, I ran with it, Jerry. It's all I went with. you know. yeah. it's, got to do it. Sometimes you don't do it. Then we've got that. And then here we have a more traditional half mm-hmm. team which when you compare that to the leprechauns, you know, you can see there the sort of range and scope he has in his his sculpting. Really
5: nice, I like that. We'll not get bogged down in all
0: the... No, no, they they have a lot
3: of them to go through.
0: (laughs) Those are really nice uh, tree men. They are, I like that more twisted twisted look to them. Yeah, coming at you so the other one was the rough and tumble collection yes so,
3: that one, but, so this is sort of um again it's got some kind of like fantasy football lengths in it but then a few more of them have been designed for use in sort of skirmish games or D and that kind of thing as well so mm-hmm. there's uh, apparently Filippo really likes uh <laughs> halflings that seems mm-hmm. to be the main theme.
1: yeah, thing. yeah it's
3: uh, um but yeah there's things like Ratman and all sorts of stuff in there as well. So if you're looking for an alternative, oh they're also yeah I, I think like while obviously a lot of people would be like ah Warhammer, that's cool. I think these are more probably suited to using Kings of War. Kings I think yeah. that I think the aesthetic matches, I think, nicely with the Mantic stuff.
0: Yep. Very good for um, Ratkin and Ratkin sleeves, yeah. Yeah. So I think these but would
4: be easily, a really nice one. Easily work. That's a, I love that. The,
0: yeah. Oh yeah. With rough. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah, was it you look like a pigeon that swallowed a plate Percy <laughs> <laughs> uh, <gasps> but yeah they're, they're great little collection it's great little
3: collection of stuff and uh, I love that he's put them on hex bases yeah but for no, no reason but us. yeah
4: I yeah. look <laughs> good uh,
3: yeah all for that you never have enough uh, rat folk no there's your Bilbo possibly not Bilbo not Bilbo
1: yeah <laughs> Bilbo, not Bilbo.
0: Yeah, could be. I, I'm
1: not I'm not saying the B word after what happened last week. Every single time I said it, you had Warren giggling. I'm not doing it. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> is, is that what happened there? It was just- that, Warren, Oh, that's exactly that, what happened. Just, we can't put this out. It's just yeah. hysterical laughter the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> well, that makes sense. That makes it awful lot of sense. <laughs> that's really interesting. Halfling on shield bearer. Just one fat halfling having to hold the queen up. Turn into in one of your like casters or something, maybe. Oh yeah, it's um, a sorcerer for Kings of War. Yeah, mounted on noble steed.
5: You <laughs> just
1: have to.
0: I'd be very good started. for the new periscope magic item, actually, that lets you yeah, to yeah. see you above uh, units. Sorry, I'm <laughs> just going through a halfling phase at the moment. With kings <laughs> yeah. of war. You've
1: been playing with halflings for a while, though, you haven't
0: oh, you? Oh, I've been
3: playing with them for there's years. Even a, there's, there's, even a play, there's even a plague pen. Who wouldn't want a play pen? Well, well yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. I, I, I can think of a few people who wouldn't want one, but yeah. look at that. Look That's at hilarious. Mask. Can look someone
1: his... please put that into turnip and it will make me very happy.
0: <laughs> it would make sense. That would be
3: good. Yeah. So, yeah, pen. So, there's also this Black Friday collection, so this is from last year. But one of the things that I, I really liked was that princesses got angry. So, uh-huh. um, so it's very recognizable Disney princesses that oh, have decided yeah. that they've had quite enough <laughs> <laughs> of their they gone wrong, they're yes. damsel in distress ways, and so they're now ready to kick out and take names instead, which I thought was really fun.
1: Nice, um,
2: yeah, literally taking the register, like, yes. look at that.
3: Yeah. Wolverine Bell. I quite like the idea of maybe using these and then finding like a Shrek and Donkey miniature or something. (laughs) (laughs) And then you could play out like a Shrek game. (laughs) That's quite nice. Modular modular, um, castle set. Castle set, yeah. (laughs) Make the Disney castle. Kind of cool. Oh. She's cleaned the floor one too many times. Yeah, she, really. she yeah. shall
0: not go to the ball. <laughs> no. I Maybe hope. cheat the wall, mind you.
3: I can't like the idea of having them being part of like a zombie game. So you have mm. a whole bunch of zombies. Oh,
1: yeah. And they've,
3: had, they've all been like captured by uh, the wicked witch or something. And so you have to break out of the prison and kill the zombies and escape and kill the witch. I mean, that kind
0: of kind of awesome. Yeah, or you just have your zombie outbreak in Disneyland. Well, yes. Um, and these, yes. Are just, yeah. these are just the actors desperately yeah, trying yeah. to get out.
3: Yeah, uses TV or something, yeah. <laughs> or the studio miniatures game, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's just there's a nice little section of different things from uh mm-hmm. Filippo that I think um offer up, you know, a vast array of different options for you to play around with. I mean, the giants are I oh, mean, they're fantastic. Wow. Again, again, I think these actually fit in really nicely with the Mantic style. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a really yeah. good look. I think they work really well alongside really the action
0: estranged.
3: official. Yeah. Mm. And everyone everyone a lot of people love giants, so yeah, good to have something mm. big and chunky on the battlefield. Yeah,
0: very chunky. Is, mm. is that me again? Is this I get <laughs> yeah, is, yeah, Wow, yeah. almost. <laughs> Fifteen years ago, before the gut started building up, <laughs> they are Clinker Sham as I believe mm-hmm. the
3: Those two on the right are just dancing together. That's the... yeah, yeah. They are. yeah. <laughs>
0: Oh, he's, like, I he's, hope de- he... he's doing the uh, I hope do just it. do it I, <laughs> I really hope that's what he's doing and he's not just trying to squeeze one out he's got a <laughs> of head shaker going on yeah. I've been bunged up for days I shouldn't have eaten those poisonous rats <laughs> but yeah,
5: yeah oh, they are lovely they are Paint gorgeous
1: done I like that we've had some of it images of it painted and not painted it's nice um, yeah yeah, yeah. The final, nice way to the display it
0: product <laughs> It's an interesting thing. What is this? Is this Tribes? Is yep. It... So uh, similar to a lot of creators, obviously. Uh,
3: mm-hmm. There's the store, you can buy everything, and then you can dive in and play around with uh, Tribes releases mm. every month or it's every so often. wolfen. Yeah.
5: Yes. So
3: you can uh, get your hands on the Welcome Pack. There's the rights to print them and stuff like that as well, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. So if you want to sell them on um, Etsy giant, and stuff, sorry, you can do pack. That's pretty so, awesome.
1: Doesn't get a lot in there. You get those
3: giants, yeah. 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 So so yeah, there's a couple of different pledge levels. As you can see, kobolds is the focus of uh I think sort of March and stuff, wasn't it? But uh there you go, you get sorcerers as well, which is pretty cool. Sorcerers. So, yeah, so there's a nice selection of different things for you to play around with. Uh obviously a little bit more on the site on the fantasy side of things, but there's a few bits and pieces in there that you could use to go a bit pulpy and have a bit of fun on that regard as well. Oh, that's so G. yeah.
0: He's really nice. I like him. He looks very like um what's his name? Raistlin? I want to say Racelin. Yeah. 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 From Dragon Dragonlance, Dragonlands, yeah. Yeah.
3: Mm. Big red cloak, aspects. white hair. Yeah. Oh, away you go. Voiced by Kiefer Kie, voiced by Kiefer Sutherland in the animated uh movie. Do, don't know really? How you're do that. Didn't he? really? Wasn't his
0: <laughs> pupil his pupils were like hourglasses? I don't Something, know how you're yeah, going to yeah. replicate that on this miniature. <laughs> but uh good luck at home. Things us. Let me know how that works out for you. <laughs> and Wolfmen. They are they are screaming. Mm. Rackham. i yes. particularly at home with this. Oh. oh. You had me at Wolfmen. Suddenly Jerry was battering
3: someone to print some miniatures for him.
1: So <laughs> I'll print them, but I only have a um, FDM clearing.
0: Oh, that's
3: all
1: right. Print them for you. But...
0: I'll console myself by just opening up some of my collection and just look <laughs> at the actual ones and go oh yeah, yeah. and then put them away again mm. but they, they'd be really good especially mm-hmm. with um a f- few places doing confrontation again at the moment so you can get yeah. back into the rules yeah oh funky mm-hmm. she's, got she's got a gun talking about some 7 um, tv stuff that'd yeah. be perfect for that. yeah. yeah yeah he is fancy <laughs> yeah. he's he's proper Irish New York type thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> He's with a broad Glaswegian accent. <laughs> it's you again. It's me again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm investigating the. <laughs> they are. They're ridiculous. They're what are nice. they about to be? Mm. Who Who are you? I'm intrigued. Who? Horror oh. adventurers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I see that. It's I right. see all of that. Yeah.
1: Take him into Call of Cthulhu. Yeah. If you want to play. Had me
0: oh, the <laughs> interesting. Interesting stuff. Very much so. The, um, yeah, it's not on here. Maybe it's because it's on my mini factory, and I don't know whether there's specific um, tie-ins that they have to meet or whatever, but I know the CG Trader range, a lot of his stuff is giving 10% of the <laughs> um, money towards Ukraine at the moment.
5: Oh, that's good. So that's
0: nice. if, if it doesn't make a difference to you where you get them from and you want to support uh, mm-hmm. the people Be who, a good are, way to go. who are being yeah. you know, forced yeah. out of their houses at the moment, it's a good way to go. Yeah. I want to open these because, you know, you can't stop me. <laughs> uh, I've got the buttons.
5: <laughs> Once
0: again, Look at that hat. Uh, <laughs> that's, not, that's a hat. They're a bit, a bit uh, fantasy renaissance. Hmm. city guard-esque I like these
5: That's a heck of a button it'll feel partial
0: there's <laughs> uh, a man who enjoys his drum he must yes. be from Lisbon <laughs> <laughs> just banging a lamb bag that's quite cute
5: nice
1: the pool yeah. party you could make these pretty cyberpunk. In all fairness, look
3: at that oh, dwarf. Huh?
0: Yeah, what is nice going on?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah, very Shadowrun esque. Yeah. I could play you, but I'm having a nice time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. It's Irish, Irish cop again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then this was uh, Kickstarter. He did, I want to say, last year. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, some sci-fi trade for <laughs> sci-fi Star Wars
0: trend. Legion stuff. Too. Nice. Uh, yeah, could be used for Star Wars Legion. Not sure where you got that idea from, uh, but there's a, a few hmm. different sets. So yeah. there's generic sci-fi, but then there's also like a desert world. Um, a, I think he calls it a Baroque world, which kind of screams Naboo. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Um, and then there's also uh, Endor-like massive tree trunks and stuff as well. So that is. I guess the interesting object for you is Totskin. Uh, yeah, yeah. What
3: is that? <laughs> you have me intrigued now, Jerry. It's, it's, it's the
0: it's the Nordic squirrel god that lives it on Interesting. Yeah, but anyway, uh, let, let's not get distracted by my squirrel-like tendencies. But yeah, the um, that is the generic set for, obviously, perfect for Legion and other sci-fi games, yeah. but he's, he's done essentially four, so if you want to recreate Naboo Endor uh, Tatooine, they're all doable as well with what he's done. Uh, nice. And you can see those have been printed on a an FDM. So depending on where you're coming in at, you can get them in a variety of um, types. So you can see they print out equally well. But yeah. Fascinating stuff, including a whole castle studio. Wow. We're not going to get to that. And The prints has been made uh, use a mop and bucket. <laughs> so ho, ho. Turn the tables. <laughs> oh, look, it's from no, close that, wherever you are. How do you piss off? Piss go off. Away. There we go. Oh, that's cool. It, it's from the end of uh, Bubbly, or sorry, Mandalorian, Mandalorian. season two. Why? Wow. Oh, I'm 100. Oh, do that. <laughs> All of that, please.
1: Oh. I think it's 54 mil as well.
0: Oh, I don't care. Yeah. That's awesome. That's very yeah, nice. That is cool.
1: Gorgeous diorama, we can get
0: out of that. I never got the uh, night models, look in 54. (laughs) Got other night models in 54, but I don't look. That's really nice. Oh, I think he's even swapped out the uh, lightsaber for acrylic rod. Nice. That's not why. There we go. Anyway, right, yes. So, Crossing Lances from... Do you want to give it a go again? Filippo Giovannini. Nice
1: one, Ben. There we go.
0: (laughs) <laughs> uh worth checking out uh across across as a multiple platforms. yeah there will be uh, links uh, down below for all of that so check it out. you'll never know what you're going to find
2: did you win one of our prizes find out on our prize claim center over at ontabletop.com here we list all our previous prizes and those who have won if you see your username fill out the form to claim your prize all prizes must be claimed within 30 days
0: uh no to round out the show as always we've got couple of kickstarters yeah uh
3: so we start things off uh with the folks at private Air press um mm-hmm. uh, following on for from, from the success of um their board gamification of monster apocalypse which is mm-hmm. a way for you to dive in and play the game with plastic miniatures right out of the box without any fuss or bother they decided to take another one of their sort of more board gamey styled uh games mm-hmm. called riot quest and they're doing exactly the same thing so they're back on kickstarter nice putting together a new set for you to play around with this comes with as i mentioned plastic miniatures for all of these so you dive in you crack out the miniatures they're all in different colors they've put duplicates of lots of the different uh, characters and stuff in there as well so that you can play with four players stranded on the box which is pretty cool nice go sit down on the tabletop and just play some games and have some fun Mm. uh right quest itself is kind of based within the world of well, the expanded world of Imran and the yep. Iron Kingdoms, but are like a little bit in the future kind of thing. Uh, so you'll play around with uh, some familiar characters and some that are not so quite familiar. And you will build a team and then you will fight for loot and treasure and glory on the tabletop across Aww. that sort of hex-based map and stuff, which is pretty awesome. There are a couple of other game modes that have been thrown into the mix as well since the Riot Quest first came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's the one where you just basically fight and you kick ass and you take loot and all that kind of stuff. They've also thrown in things like cooperative modes where you take on a big bad um, uh, monster or something at the same time fun. and also you can do some cooperative stuff and so bits mm. fits all that kind of thing as well which is quite nice but as you can see here they've done it so that you can effectively play around with four different teams and if everybody wants balthasar bamfist or whatever then everyone can take him which
0: is because oh, he's a dwarf is that yeah, why you picked him Everyone's over got all him. of the ones? i, I got gotta
3: say players. i've got to, i'm more of a, a, a trollkin fan from uh, the world of it in over, So, just, so yeah. they are amazing. So if, you wanted, if I wanted to have a whole team of them, that would be great. Yeah. Um, so a lot of stuff from the basic, uh, well, from the original <laughs> Right Quest range has carried over. So a lot of the characters will be very familiar to a lot of people, especially those uh-huh. that started out with it. The game is fully compatible with the existing set of Right Quest rules and miniatures as well. So if you've got a whole bunch of the metals lying around and that kind of thing, then you can use them in this game as well.
5: Thanks. I should have
3: pointed out that the Kickstarter not only offers up the big boxed game for you to dive in and play around with, which is pretty cool in Mm -hmm. its own right, but it also has something for those people that maybe already own Right Quest. You can pick up uh, the Pets or the Pests expansion, mm-hmm. which comes with a whole bunch of little tiny critters that will run around the board and help you or hinder you. Um, they they decide, uh, which I think is really cool. There we go. <laughs> so if you want a bunch of really lovely-looking, cute little creatures and a tiny, tiny board jack with a spanner, <laughs> who wouldn't want that? Uh, then you can do that, which is really cool. Um, nice. Yeah, uh, I think Quest is one of those games that I think gets a little bit sort of... doesn't get as much love, perhaps, as yeah. uh, as, as War Machine and, and Hordes and stuff. Uh, I think they've done a really good job on it and sort of expanded it in a really nice way. And there's been a lot of expansions over the last couple of years where they've thrown in different themes and uh, ideas. As I say, I think one of the big things is the the cooperative nature of stuff that you can play around with. So if you if you don't want to just do like a, a straight one-on-one bash or something you can play around with... Yeah. Um, Proactive modes and that kind of thing as well.
0: That's, yeah, it's interesting because um I had a look at the. I want to say it's it's Winter Wonderland. Yes, yeah, starter, yeah. which was which, one of the, like season sets. I yeah, think.
5: yeah,
0: uh, which had some gorgeous miniatures in us and uh, a themed game board. Essentially, it's it's plays out. It's like a an arena battle game um mm-hmm. where you put together your team, but the, as the game plays through, you've got sort of. Uh, treasure appears and disappears and so somebody loads something on one side of the arena and maybe a treasure will pop up on your side. So you've got a lot of a lot of frantic action. You just don't get pushed into a corner and then pummeled to death. Um because you're all going for one thing in, in one particular place. So it's very fast paced But also gameplay wise, you play out in like thirty minutes, three quarters of an yeah. hour top. So you can mm-hmm. play lots and lots of games and uh, sort of level up your gang. Um and they all have Interesting little synergies, so you you can tailor it to your own sort of style of play, which is nice. Uh, and I love the fact that they've taken the War Machine world and then just just went for a comedic slant on it. Mm. Yeah, everything has a slightly cartoonish feel.
5: Yeah,
0: um, in the it's scripts. like what Blood Bowl did to War yeah. Fantasy in a way. Yeah, yeah, exactly like yeah. that. Where the some of them could almost have stepped straight off a game of warmer hordes and other ones you're just looking out and you're going well this is just ridiculous and cute <laughs> and fun um yeah. and and just has that cartoon anime feel to it uh it, it it's like a saturday morning cartoon version of what uh mm-hmm. a game in the the privateer world would be which yeah. is uh you know it's I think- that you're right it doesn't get enough uh, enough time in the sun i think mm-hmm.
3: I think if anybody's like a fan of the kind of aesthetic and the feel of things like Borderlands, I think that Riot Quest yeah. and that, that style of game, I think is a really good way to sort of dive in and experience that on the tabletop. I think, uh, in an established setting that, um, you know, you've got a whole bunch of really good rules writers and sculptors behind it as well. So yeah. if you want to go check that out, it's got 13 days left from the time you are seen this. So go yeah. have a look at it and see what you think. So yeah.
0: Definitely worth, worth a look. Um, there's the rule book you can download and check out some gameplay yeah. videos mm-hmm. as well. If you've not mm-hmm. seen it before, uh, you can have a look at my unboxing. Yeah. yeah that's, that's delightful. People have to pry those miniatures from my cold dead hands. They <laughs> are really, Really nice. Right. <laughs> We started with an indie that had some dinosaurs. We're finishing da, da, da. with a Kickstarter that has very few da, da, da. dinosaurs.
1: You beat me to it. I was going to say, cue the Jurassic Park theme tune, but you're already there, Ben. Right. For a few months, Prospero Hall, who are the game design studio over at Funko Games, they've been teasing Jurassic World, the legacy of Isla Nublar. So now we have Isla it. Isla Nublar. Isla oh. Nublar. Sorry, i have got spanish into the odd things. <laughs> um, now that we have it, there you go. It wasn't Italian enough. I'm afraid Uh, Kickstarters up And it's huge So there's a ton of content Including what's in the box Behind the scenes videos How to plays Uh, Loads to just get involved In the campaign To help you decide If you want to get stuck in Because there is one pledge At the start of this campaign Mm -hmm. And it's a chunky one So I'm going to tell you why So if you would consider yourself A fan of Jurassic Park Jurassic World or just a general dinosaur nut This is going to pique your interest It did mine because the early films were a solid part of my childhood So the titles <laughs> are spanning back from 1993 related Jurassic Park With sexy man Jeff Goldblum All the way up <laughs> to Jurassic Park Dominion Which is coming out later this year So apparently the game comes with a spoiler free ending So fortunately you can play without giving away the plot of the film Good. Which is good <laughs> As we are not just getting A printed Jurassic Park game From film onto game We're getting mm. an overarching game uh, Designed behind the scenes In a playthrough of events Surrounding The world So players are not going to get a chance To just replay exactly what they've seen on the film It's taking it back a bit So they've got 12 different adventures And this is a narrative game So you can expect them to last anywhere between One to two hours Depending on how many you are involved So this is going to start before the first film uh, Erecting the park Putting plans into motion And players are going to take the roles of loads of different characters Who you already know Such as John Hammond or Henry Wu And you're going to develop puck. So these characters are assigned abilities that are going to help the narrative forward, which will involve cooperation and teamwork from all players. Okay. So all I want to know is, can I sit there with a sarcastic face and play Samuel Jackson? I mean, that's all I want to know. (laughs) Miguel can dream, but
0: that's all I want to know. Is it possible to hire more than one IT professional to run (laughs) the security system? To run a massive, multi-million-dollar (laughs) Park,
1: yeah. <laughs> the game does account for solo play too So if you're keen on exploring the game for yourself You can make your way across each narrative scenario on your own uh, The scenarios and adventures seem to be set out in different envelopes Which are quite like mm. They need to be opened at a particular oh. time So mm. similar to how we did uh, Assassin's Creed mm. Jerry envelopes at a particular time uh, this is going to guide players through each stage of the game. So new envelope, you'll get new mechanics, new envelope, you'll get oh, okay. a bit of the story. So it just develops and adding new rules and new mechanics just as the stories involved So no doubt this is going to end up on retail. However, to launch the game, as I said, there is only one pledge available up on Kickstarter and this comes all wrapped in a Kickstarter exclusive, Totaling means £7 worth of games in the box. So if you're like me and you have difficulty calculating weights or sizes, that's the equivalent to three bags of sugar or just like one Persian cat, so (laughs) one or the other. Um, So in the box, you'll get 12 dinosaurs, 12 adventures, 21 playable characters, all the stickers, tokens, and resources to keep you completely immersed. So, as I said, if you do back, you are going to find some Kickstarter exclusive surprises, uh, which called the campaign that are only getting released as it flows on. So, we can't see it's not like stretch goals and stuff like I've that. Just, I've just tweaked
3: why it's called the Legacy of Eastern Nubla because it's a legacy game. It's a legacy of, game. Of course. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: <Jeez>.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Oh, well done, Ben <laughs> <laughs> um, But at the moment the, uh, the surprise exclusives That have come out at the moment they have been a new sleeve packaging mm-hmm. um, And some amber dinosaurs uh, Which you can have as well Which are pretty awesome So although one simple pledge There's lots to see on the page And loads more coming over the next 10 days of their campaign So if you do like Jurassic World Jurassic Park, Jurassic in general uh, Do take a look at the
0: I like how they've got um, Guile from Street Fighter to help do this.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, I was worried because often a lot of professional wrestlers and, and stuff just once their career's over and that's what they're done for. But it's good that he's, uh, he's found something else, a new niche to get into. New no niche, yet. I also really like the, um, the 19, design. 1920s yeah. action comic style. Hard work on those uh, scenario booklets, aren't yeah. they? um It's just it is wonderful. And then you've you've got the little DNA strand that was in the the first film as the sort of the the way to teach the kids as they went round the park as well. Yeah. So that popping their version of Clippy, you. but as a little <laughs> DNA strand. No, you know, I see you're making a dinosaur. i to add some frog DNA to that. <laughs> off, you know, Clippy. It was your fault. It was me the whole... Oh, there's a Scooby-Doo episode. It was Clippy the whole time. <laughs> Taking me to the haunted Cretaceous amusement park.
1: No, but uh, there is a yeah. ton on here. And there's certainly enough to get your mind made up. But the surprises, the Kickstarter surprises are quite cool. They mm. actually seem to be adding something to the game as well. So. It's it, this is going to be your one and only chance that's to get best, hold of my
3: girls. clever yeah. girls.
2: Clever
1: girls, indeed.
3: This is going to be your what? What I quite, what I quite like is that they've they've designed, I say miniatures for the game, mm-hmm. but they've done them as game pieces. Yes, yeah. which because it's one of the things that I've started to slowly. Not like very much is lots of plastic in board games. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I would much prefer them to just be nice game pieces or like cutouts or something. You it's like
1: there. standees, don't you?
3: Oh, standees. Oh, standees give me standees all over the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, this one looks really Stand. fun actually. Yeah.
1: yeah, it does. It does look like a lot of fun. I am looking forward to it. No surprise that it's been funded already. I think it got funded in something like two hours, first two hours, five hours.
0: People love dinosaurs. They do indeed well that about wraps us up for another week folks uh we will be back on sunday over on tabletop.com for the xlbs show Mm -hmm. don't forget if you want a chance to win Slonia, kiss my axe then comment below be a subscriber do all the other fun stuff as well and you may be lucky otherwise we will see you once again next friday for more of the same until then have a great week of gaming Go ahead and check out our other content
5: on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.